Previously on the Nostalgic Front Podcast. It sucks how much good shit we burnt on our first 10 fun sizes. Well, that's why know? we rebooted, baby. We need None to do that... a God, that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle episode. It's nothing. None of that shit exists anymore. We're here now. Hell yeah. This is canon. That shit don't matter unless we specifically say it. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Go fuck yourself, you fucking people who listen to the old episodes. <laughs> That's how I used to. Uh, what was that? Star Wars? Yeah. No, no. It was just uh, metal riffing. Oh, sure. That's how we used to do it in my buddy's basement when we were like 16. Yeah. I couldn't play and he could kind of. Yeah. You know, yeah. For a 16 year old. And uh, I'd be like, no, do this. Yeah, yeah. And then he'd do it, and then I'd be like, you know, skulls getting crushed and shit. Skulls getting crushed and shit. Yeah, yeah. that's fun. Mm-hmm. I used to do that noise a lot. Oh, I used to think I. I can't. I used to think anymore. I was the next Michael Winslow when I was like oh, six. Yeah. That's all I wanted to be. That guy rips. Did you know that he does like um, fat like uh, yeah, of course. No, he does like what is it called? Um, is it EDM music? Like the DJ weird music? Uh huh. He'll do that well, with like a DJ, and then he'll just make noises on top yeah. of it as like a kind of like a vocalist. He's he's got yeah. his fucking pull thumb on the pulse. Yeah. Of the world. He's good. I like him a lot. Yeah. I, I really like uh, Michael. Winslow. I mean, his uh, Jimi Hendrix is fucking all time great bit right there. I used to be. See, that's what I was trying to do before. I used to be really good at that, and I think it's just a matter mm-hmm. of getting older. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't sound right. In my head. I guess this is growing up. Oh, wow. Um, buddy, how are you? Me? Yeah. Slap it on the fucking t-shirt, baby, because I am fantastic. Dong, 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 dong. What was your tweet the other day about NFT nostalgia front t-shirt? Oh yeah, making a killing selling these NFTs. That's nostalgic fun. front t-shirts. I had ah. to, uh, I had to look up your profile to make sure I knocked that format down. Sure. Yeah. 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 I, I did one once. It's I like, typed uh, in at Patrick Hasty. Uh, more like. More like. Yeah. That's a. Hey, buddy. Me and you are both kings of that. Also, yeah. somebody who is good at that joke format is Tommy McNamara. He's really good at doing the. Oh yeah. Ba ba ba. More like ba ba ba. Um, I did a an NFT. No, it was yeah. I like. I did an NFT tweet my not too long oh, ago from good. our account from the nostalgic uh-huh. front that was like. Uh, yeah, I like NFTs. Nostalgic Front Toddcast. <laughs> uh, uh, man, we uh, are just one fucking mind some of the times here. But man. We are, buddy. Uh, it'll come up later in the turtle show. How about this? <laughs> uh, more like human resentipede. I fucking hate this guy for making us do this to each other. Yeah. That's really fun. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. It just all come from chlorophyll. More like more like borophyll. <laughs> yeah, really it is. Like was that like a joke That's format? That's it for me. Was that a joke format before that though? Like in the, like was Johnny Carson doing bits like that? Yeah, you, you know, a third of my personality is those first two Adam Sandler movies. Yeah. Naked Gun and Monty Python and Mixed and Nuts. I've just, yeah, and I've just been regurgitating that shit for 
30 years. Yeah, totally. Oh boy, that's fun. How what have you been up to, man? What are you doing? Oh man, can't get out of uh the 23rd century, man. What does that mean? Where are you at? Star Fucking Trek? Star Trek, dude. Yeah, you got hooked. The, T- the TOC, man. I think you know TOS. We, TOS. TOS. You know how we uh hindsight's 2020. Uh-huh. Uh I think in like 50 episodes, we will have conversations about how bad, not bad, but mm-hmm. how incomplete our Star Trek. The original series episode. Oh was. yeah, well, it was two. Well, number one, there's, pot, there's Star Trek podcasts. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, and well, it, like, it was I, fun. Yeah, but we definitely uh, don't need six hours of television to try and talk about. Yeah, we got to figure out. That's the thing that we're learning, yeah. guys. This is a yeah. new podcast. It was definitely one of those where we were trucking along, and then I was like, "Holy shit!" We, uh, I did the math in my yeah. head. Of how much yeah. we had yeah. left to yeah. talk about and how long we've been talking. And I was like, all right, well, yeah, I'm just, got, we just got to fucking put this thing into ludicrous speed. Yeah, I do that sometimes where, when we're talking, especially on the old show, when it was like, today we're talking about fucking uh, music festivals. We're halfway through. I'd be like, what is somebody listening yeah. to this thinking about right now? Yeah. You Top know? six cookies. What do you got? Come on. <laughs> hey, brother, that led to us getting a shit ton of cookies. So that rules. I still got two bags of animal fucking oh, cookies. Buddy, I ate the hell out of that stuff. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, yeah, so you're still watching Star Trek. Now, that's great. I was in that. I wanted to, but I flipped it off because I I didn't want to make new uh, yeah. observations and stuff and then be mad that they weren't on that show. Oh, so I, it, it keeps happening. Plus, there's a really good uh, doc. Uh, not not bones like a documentary. Damn it, Jim. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that one of those YouTube nerds put together. It's like an eight part thing. So, yeah. uh, I, and he goes over. It's pretty much what our podcast could be if we were like good. Yeah. And did research and took our time on a subject. But he goes through all of his favorite episodes and like the stuff behind the scenes, which yeah. is always the the whole. I know we I know we fucking touched on it, but just the whole way like Star Wars. What I mean, Star Trek went in the 70s mm-hmm. where it was a canceled TV show yeah. that barely got into syndication and just became this cult giant thing is yeah. really fascinating in hindsight. Uh, besides that, let's see. I watched fell asleep, watched the mummy. Oh, Brendan Fraser or Tom Cruise? The only one that matters. Brendan Fraser. And I got to say. For as many times as I've seen The Mummy, yeah, fucking, I've never seen the beginning of The Mummy. That's so good. What are you talking about? Like, it's definitely one of those shows that was uh, would just be on T on TNT. And oh, I'm like, man, yeah, That's I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch The Mummy. The Mummy's. I, I maybe I've said this on the show. I uh, it was one of the first DVDs I got when I got yeah. a PS2. Well, if you have it on DVD, yeah, then you're our it's the flip side yeah you're, i saw you're every... just completely way more acquainted with the top of it yeah because they fall you know? asleep watching it. like the amount of times i've seen the fucking hoth battle <laughs> yeah just just from throwing on empire to go to bed yeah that's well that was a joke with me and my friend garrett who was the drummer in my bands when i was in in high school and stuff was the two of us had never seen the second half of the, the mummy two because yeah. we'd be on the road, like, you know, not on the road, but you'd go do some random show somewhere and you'd stay in a hotel or you stay at a friend's house. And at the end of the night, I like I traveled technologically when I was a kid. I take always took a little 12 inch TV and a PS2 so you could watch. Nowadays, I watch everything on my phone when I'm on the road. 
But back then. Well, now you got that switch, baby. Oh, and the switch. Yeah. Well, I haven't had the switch since traveling. It was a thing. Yeah. That's exciting. Um, but so we'd always throw on the mummy to the DVD mm. and then fall asleep. And the next day, literally have conversations be like, how far did you get? And I'm like, I don't know. I think I think halfway through he meets this guy and we're like, oh, I, I haven't seen that yet. I love how they just crank up the adventure in mummy Two. like all yeah. of a sudden they got fucking airships mm-hmm. and stuff. It's awesome. Just, yeah, those yeah. I really love those two movies. Did you see? I know we, we didn't really talk about it, but uh, I found some some I found some image of. I think it's photoshopped of Brendan Fraser with like dyed white hair or blonde hair, spiky. And he's got like bright red eyes like he's been bawling or he's super uh-huh. high. And I sent it to you. I said, tell me something sad. And then I sent it to you as like my reaction. It's just basically a very strung out looking Brendan Fraser looking sad. And I thought it was great. Also, a lot of people on the Internet are convinced that's Billy Zane. Oh, yeah. I always thought it was <laughs> Billy Zane when I was young. It's some oh. random actor, some Italian yeah. guy or, or, yeah, yeah. or Spanish. He's actor. like, he's a m- phantom, not a mummy. Get it straight. You that's right. Fucking idiots. Um, I'll tell you some things I've been paying attention to. Um, Yo, I watched now, you know me, I, I like musicals and shit like that. And I've been slowly evolving my musical tastes over the years. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I watched a movie called West Side Story the other night. It's not even out yet. No, the original from the 60s. And oh. it's one of those things where I know a lot, you know, a lot of the songs from West Side Story just because of like osmosis. Like, yeah, I huh. feel pretty. Oh, so pretty. And, stuff. and I really like the song Officer Crumkey. Have you ever heard that? Yeah, it was. I only knew it because in speech, when I was in speech in high school, people would perform. That was one of the things they do it as a speech. And it's just this like fun. Fuck cops. All cops are bastards song. Um, but I didn't know the rest of the show. And I started watching the movie thinking it was going to be a little more like uh, Sound of Music or or just a little more like a movie where everybody stops and sings all of a sudden. And instead, it's done really fucking well, like an art piece where like Mm -hmm. the way they dance and the snaps and all that kind of shit feels like you're watching almost like ballet to an extent, Um, but in like a really cool way. And I just fucking loved it. Fucking absolutely loved it. Couldn't believe it. Yeah, like uh, uh, that's definitely a like on the short list of just unavoidably osmosed, like you mm-hmm. said, musicals out there because yeah. everybody knows like the the yeah. finger snapping Snaps. and the jets and yeah. the fucking cobras, I, right? No, the jets and the sharks and, and the GI Joes. Yeah, when I when I first started doing comedy in New York, when I first moved you think to New York, Spielberg. Sorry, Steven? I Yeah. Do you think? Well, he's doing the new West Side Story. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think when it's the Jets for the Sharks, it'll be like Jaws? Jaws. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> it'll be uh, fighter jets from uh, what was the movie he did with the planes? Nineteen forty-one. There it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, I uh, yeah, I don't know if I'm excited to see that now because I feel like this has done it so well. It's like I don't know how yeah. you how you build off this. Um, I am stoked well, musical wise, though, in the Heights is coming out the movie, uh-huh. uh, which was the first Lin-Manuel Miranda musical. And I think it's yeah, far, yeah I, I think it's great. So, oh, yeah, I love I love the Heights. You know, how do you talk to an angel? Yeah, you get it. Would it be funny if the musical was that it was all about that? <laughs> I um, love that. They're the video of them writing that song. Yeah, is like mm-hmm. like. Yeah, like you know when you watch like a rock doc, 
Mm-hmm. Or not a rock doc, but a uh, a rock doc. You talking about a paleontologist? Wait, that's not right. That's <laughs> a geologist. No, not not a rock doc, but yeah. uh, the uh, rockumentary. Not nope, that's not it either. Rock biopic. There yes, we go. Biopic. Biopic. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now yeah. biopic is where an actor portrays the character. That's right. That is yes. correct. Go ahead. The the rock biopics when they write like the hit song mm-hmm. that makes the band. Yeah, and it just is wholly inorganic uh it just yeah nobody writes like that and they just come together in like 30 seconds i'm gonna i'm gonna take all of those multiply it by 20 on cheese and then that's the people from the heights writing how do you talk to an angel yeah 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 uh of course the black guy comes out of nowhere and plays the bass line i have a tweet of mine that is just that scenario this is from may 29th 2015 Santana, man, it's a hot one. Rob Thomas, yeah. Santana, like, I mean, seven inches from the midday sun. Rob Thomas, dude, dude, get your guitar. <laughs> I love yeah. that. I love that. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, that's great. I've also been, um, so what's that story? Uh, also, uh, been uh, watching some Chippendale Rescue Rangers when I go to bed. Oh. Yeah. It's fun to throw Just- on. Yeah, yeah, I watch it somewhere sometime, you know? <laughs> yeah. Also, I think on uh, Disney Plus, now I could be wrong. Listeners could tell me I'm wrong. But uh, I think they have redone the theme song. I think it's a different vocalist. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. because of some rights issues or something, but the song does not pop the way that I remembered it as a kid. Um, it's still a great song, but I feel like it's a different singer. And I, I think that's kind of strange. It- it's a lot of fun how you can change all of the uh, audio tracks and the mm-hmm. languages on oh, Disney yeah. Plus so you can get all of those kick-ass theme songs, but it's like Fred, Le Goof Troop, and we're yeah. always in together, you know? Yeah. Le Goof I, Troop. That's I, the French uh, one. It's funny that they only changed the word the, but apparently all the other lyrics are still <laughs> <Yeah>. in English. <laughs> uh, I want to go, come back to West Side Story. This is just a fun thing that happened. So when we were watching Star Trek last week, the original series, I mm-hmm. was like cramming those six episodes to just make sure that I had refreshed on them. I've seen them all before, but so I was watching them on Netflix on the 1.5, 1.5 speed, right? So then I started to watch My Fair Lady the other night, another musical that's like a classic or whatever, but it's it was still on 1.5 speed. So it was just like these people with Cockney accents being like, I don't know, and then I was like, oh, yeah, wouldn't it be lovely? And you're like, oh, boy, I'm going to have a seizure. Uh, sorry, I thought that'd be funny to bring up. And then I realized, no, it is. I relate to that. I've been playing uh, a little bit of MLB The Show. Oh, yep, trying to take the Royals to the World Series. I'm like, I think I'm 39 and 20 right now. Yeah, that's not but, bad. Not bad at all. I will say 14 of those losses is because when I first started the game, I was like, whatever, three and one. And then I decided to, uh, whatever, simulate like two weeks. And 14 of those losses were in that simulation. So I was like, whoa. Yeah, that that happens to me a lot on these non-football sports games that I Mm -hmm. only sparingly play. Like I did the hockey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Created a team, Mm -hmm. drafted and everything. Uh, except for when I play, I suck. Yeah. So it's on a very low difficulty and I normally win when I play and when I sim, well, the team I drafted, I have no idea how to put together a hockey team. I just 
you know, yeah. picked a bunch of guys. Sure. And when I sim, you got 19 left wings. Yeah. Well, they're fast. Yeah. You know, I get my ass kicked. So, you know, yeah. speaking of hockey right now, currently during the recording of this episode, Pittsburgh Penguins are playing the first game of the their first game in the playoffs. They're playing the Islanders. Oh, local team. But boy, we're rooting for the pens this year. They've had two first round exits the last two seasons, even though they were badass teams both times. So cannot have that happen again. Can't. Nope. Uh, let's see. Another thing I saw this now, this just got shared into my YouTube algorithm. Never heard of it. Um, it's a Star Wars fan series web oh. series that just launched called Bucketheads. Oh, uh, yeah, I've seen that popping yeah. around. Like I, did, I scrolled past it. Mm-hmm. So I guess apparently it was a it was a, like a, a short film a few years ago. And yeah, then the guys, like, and then yeah. they all start playing like jazz punk fusion music, right? That's right, and he got a big KFC thing on his head. <laughs> uh, but it, but it's like apparently now they're like, well, we're gonna do it as a web series now, and fuck, it looks good. Good, like the ba- the space battles look perfect, like look better than like stuff you'd see in Phantom Menace. The acting is a little oh, stilted, but they're literally own- in stormtrooper suits the whole yeah. time, so it's kind me- of sells it. For me, space battles is when I'm sitting in the middle of, on an airplane, you know, mm-hmm. just trying to get those armrests. Um, that's yeah. So, yeah, I, so whatever. I was nah. Who gives a fuck? Uh, hey, we tried lay goof troop. Uh, <laughs> the uh, but yeah, I I fucking check it out. There's one episode out so far on YouTube. It's not terrible. It's like 12 minutes, and it's basically the premise is it's. A bunch of stormtroopers on indoor, right as the um oh right as the Death Star explodes. Nice. Yeah, so it's kind of cool. Well, uh, have you ever seen that uh, band episode of Goof Troop? Where yeah, yeah, there is one. Oh that, yeah. Uh, no, tell me about yeah, it. Pa- apparently, Goofy kicks Max out of the house because Max says he doesn't believe in gorsh. Uh, have you ever seen that banned episode of Andy Griffith's show where, uh, uh-uh. yeah, Andy kicks Opie out of the house because yeah. he uh, ate Miss B's pie? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, I, any other thoughts? I've got two things I want to go out on for this. this oh, segment. no, I was just trying to do some good jokes. You know how oh, that's fine. No, that's, those... how, that's how we close. I didn't know you had more. No, that's fine. Those will work. I can edit. I edit. I edit these fucking things. Oh, yeah. yeah. Planning um, a wedding. Oh, that's exciting, buddy. It's not. I'm glad that we're doing a tiny one in the backyard. Well, you're doing small. Like, I just was, we were going through some stuff yesterday. I found when our friend Gideon got married, mm-hmm. Stacy made the uh, announcements. The, uh, oh, nice. The invitation. Stacy designed them. I forgot all about that. Um, but yeah, yesterday cleaning, we found... I found the John Ides wedding announcements. I found Gideon's wedding announcements. All that stuff. Yeah. We've been friends a long time. We have. It's exciting. Ten, ten plus years. Now, are you going to be able to record the day of your wedding or what? Kill two birds with one stone? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> While you're there, dude, totally. Yeah. Um, that's fantastic. I'm so I'm so excited for you guys. It's really cool. What are your other things, man? Oh, you yeah. Sorry. Sorry. God. It's okay. First off, I don't think he listens, but I just want to say my nephew. First off. My nephew, uh, Jackson, uh-huh. uh, graduating, graduating, graduating yeah. high school today. That's a, Yeah, I got a niece graduating. Shout out to Isabella. Isabella and Jackson, the two greats. Uh, uh-huh. He's going to go to, I think, Wartburg 
He's going to play uh, sports there, so that's exciting. Oh, my niece is going to Iowa State. Fuck yeah, baby. Go Cyclones. That's great. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing I wanted to plug before we get out of this one mm-hmm. uh, is... Uh, Elon uh, Musk's hairline. <laughs> that guy's funny. Funny in the yeah. bones. Yeah, looking. Yeah. Looks uh, only count for so much, right? It's so funny online. It's like when you find out somebody really likes Andrew Yang. Like every once in a while on Twitter, somebody will be like, I think Elon's great. And you're like, whoa, what? Somebody who you, you must th- not work for him. Someone who you think ha- you have a beat on their like sensibility. Um, but last thing I want to shout out is a uh, friend of the show, fan show, Real and Effer, our Michigan mm-hmm. correspondent, one half of our Michigan correspondents, Brian Arginello, has started a new Instagram for oh, yeah. his uh, toy collection. Um, so everyone listening, go follow uh, Totally Toys MI. So T-O-T-A-L-L-Y-T-O-Y-S-M-I. He's putting up pictures of his toys, his action figures, and they look kick-ass. So, uh, oh, so no dildos. No, I haven't seen any dildos or rabbits or symbians or anything yet. Now, maybe right. he's trying to fill the follower count, and then he'll start releasing uh-huh. that stuff. But so for right now, it's I want a like, Yoshi Jimbo rabbit. Do they make those? <laughs> oh, that's crazy. His sword is a symbian. Yeah, that's fun. Um. Goddamn. So, uh, uh, Le Goof Troop. <laughs> trending topics. Trending, trending topics. Trending. Second segment of the show. Topics. Hi. How uh, we're trending topics. Um, hey, they are. I want to say good top of the show. It was top of the uh, show to you. Top of the show to you. <laughs> uh, good top of the show. Yeah. Now we're uh-huh. good. As, I bet. Now we've really raised the bar. We have. You know? It's up there. We've raised the bar mm-hmm. and we're like, all right, bar, you're going to go out and live by yourself. You know, that's fun because the phrase raise the bar mm-hmm. is like a good thing. But if you own a bar and they raise the bar, it means they tear it the fuck down. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Right? Uh huh. Um, or topics. you raise the bar and she becomes one of the best comedians, has a great TV show, and then uh, becomes a horrible person. Raise and bar. Uh, well, speak, I guess this is a little trending topic uh, uh-huh. connection. Uh-huh. Um, last night I was watching the NBA 2020 um, Hall oh, yeah. of Fame class. Sports are always trending topics. That's right. The, they, the, the, not NBA, but the Basketball Hall of Fame the 2020 mm-hmm. class was announced last night. Oh yeah. Um, because they didn't do it last year. So that last night was the 2020 class. Today is the 2021 class, but the 2020 class. Now I don't remember who it is. So it kind of kills the story, but one of the inductees, one of the coaches was like, I just want to thank my family and my wife, Roseanne. And I just thought, how funny would it be if it was <laughs> Roseanne Barr? <laughs> right. And you find out that like, whoever it is, like uh, Tom Ganevich or whatever the fuck that, that basketball player coach's name is. Yeah, is married to Roseanne. <laughs> Boy, what a nothing story! Because I only know half the names, and one of them is Roseanne. <laughs> but it's just yeah. funny. Would it be like, oh, this hey, is my friend Roseanne, and it's Roseanne from Roseanne. Remember how much we loved our Roseanne episode? That's <laughs> ah, why we had to cancel the old show. That's why we had a reboot. Fucking cancel culture, man. Fucking. And, and apparently, the Connors, which is going strong, people love it. Uh-huh. Not uh huh. Not a lot of grifting, though. On this week's episode, who are they conning? Well, I don't know, but on this week's episode, 
Uh, Green Bay Packers, attentively, uh, their, co- their football co- quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, was on the episode. Oh, fun. They did an episode where Darlene uh, was on Jeopardy, and he was hosting during that week. Wow, man. Look at the synergy they got going. Now, yeah. uh, is Dan, he's still uh, dating Peggy? I don't know, because I have never seen anything. I got a lot uh, of hope for them working out. I don't. I mean, I yeah. just found out that uh, Katie Seagal mm-hmm. is on the Connors, and I'm like, that checks out. Yeah, and but the thing is, it, she's got another show too that just came out. Oh yeah, she's like serious and kicking ass. Yeah, and there's a new show about you. Did you hear about this? No. There's a new series on HBO Max called Hacks. <laughs> <laughs> there's a new show there is really a new stand-up show uh-huh. about um it's um jean smart great actress great comedic actress she plays like an older it, it's kind of like imagine mm-hmm. like a an older uh almost joan rivers but a little younger oh yeah but it's like an old it's like ron white does this where he takes a lot of writers on the road so he has young comics that he goes on the road with it's that story except for it's two women comedians and it's i supposed to be pretty good i don't know uh, nice. but yeah, but it's called hacks. And that makes me think of you. Cause you know, your stand up and everything, your whole uh, vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm a lumberjack that too. Uh, uh, also you that drive it smokes and you drive a taxi cab. Uh, that's a hack license. Oh, um, okay. So, uh, trending topics. Now I'm just going to go in order of what we've discussed, what we've written down. Is that fine? Yeah. 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 Go right down the line of the trending topics. Uh, now first, uh, the venom Two trailer. Did you watch this? I did. Yeah, it uh, it fits with the other one. Am I dumb? Is Venom pretty good? It's entertaining. I mean, yeah, you're not. It's not, but it's not bad. Yeah, I watched it when like when it first went to streaming platforms, whatever. And I was like, okay, whatever. I do like all these people. I like Jenny Slate. I like Michelle Williams. I like uh, Tom Hardy. But I was like, who cares? I whatever. And then I rewatched it a couple weeks ago and I was like, yeah. oh, I think this is good. It, yeah, it, I was sufficiently whelmed. Yeah. And when the tra- I watched it. The trailer for the second one looks great. It's got uh it's called like Welcome to Carnage or something or some shit like that. Yeah, you know Maximum Carnage. Maximum Carnage. And it's uh no, uh there will let there be carnage. So we were kind yeah. of both there. Well, I mean, he's so powerful, you don't really have a choice. Yeah. He's you, you know, he's, I don't he's I don't undeniable, know. Undeniable, so I'll let there be carnage because yeah i don't know a lot of this spider-man lore because i've never read a lot of spider-man but uh i was reading about it i watched the trailer and then i was reading about it and i was like i think this looks pretty fucking good i don't know about spider-man lore but i do know a good spider-man lure is mary jane <laughs> oh that's you right know? you put her in danger mm-hmm. that, web, that web crawler is gonna be around pretty soon one thing i thought that was funny about this is uh not funny but cool is interesting is it's directed by andy circus Oh yeah, uh, Gollum. Mm-hmm. Uh, Caesar is my favorite circus animal. Okay. Uh, <laughs> wait. Do you think his name is Animal Circus? Is that <laughs> is that what that joke's based on? Uh, but he's the Gollum, and he knows all about that whole like CGI, how yeah. to make things look real. And so I, I don't know. That sounds smart to me. Patrick was just pantomiming puppets. Yeah. While talking okay. about CGI. Yeah, you know, like mouths moving. That's what I was doing. Well, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So I think that I I'm actually kind of stuck, and it also made me think, what the fuck happened to Morbius or Mobius? That's still. I mean, they're still making it. Like, but wasn't it probably to... the same thing that happened to everything else? No, I understand. But Mobius was supposed to come out way before Venom too. 
Like, it, like, so maybe the storylines don't fucking matter, but like, because Mobius was supposed to be released like early last year. Like we were Morbi- seeing trailers. Morpheus. Not, not Morpheus. Morpheus. It's, yeah. it's, I think it's Mobius. Not Mobius. I think it's Mobius, Mobius is like the guy that makes EDM music with Gwen Stefani. Yeah, that's the guy I'm talking about. <laughs> Let me see. Mobius. It's Morpheus. Uh, Jared Leto. And we'll get to the, we'll get, no, it's called Mobius. Morbius. Aha. It's M O R. Kind of like our podcast. It's more BS. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Uh, it's M O R B I U S. The Living Vampire. Yeah. And I just watched, I was watching the other night the uh, uh, start, the Spider Man from the nine or yeah, from the 90s. Uh-huh. And the second season, the first couple episodes are a Sinister Six episodes. And yeah. Morbius is in there. And that got me thinking. I was like, wait, they made a whole fucking movie and wanted to put it out. In 2020, now it looks like it's re- going to be released in 2022. Yeah. So did the well, storyline of it dude. Not... You don't have to rush it. He's not going anywhere. No, but these are like, I think it was supposed to come out, though. Like, it was supposed to be Venom, then Morbius, then Venom 2. So it's like, does the stuff of that movie not fucking matter at all? Or I, are they totally If they're free? smart, it doesn't. And, yeah, you're right. You know, all they have to do is change, like, that one little scene in there, you know? Yeah. Like... Just because Marvel is somehow able to pull off like 80% connectivity mm-hmm. throughout all their movies, you know, doesn't mean everybody needs to do that. I want them to. I'm excited to see how they play this, how this works with the, the multiverse of, ma- of um, magic madness. or whatever. Madness. I'm excited because I think these movies are going to, they're not going to be direct. You're not going to see Jared Leto's Morbius, you know, his famous character Morbius in the <laughs> MCU. But it's going to be referenced, and that's going to be part of the storyline of how that, these are happening. And I think that's yeah. exciting. Um, and I also think Woody Harrelson. And then it's like this is the Sony universe. Whoa, whoa. Woody Harrelson as uh, um, uh, a crazy Karnick. bad guy. Is great. I think that yeah, I think it's going to be really Plus, good. I really like Woody it. Harrelson's got good uh, experience working with Andy Serkis and CG from his turn in uh, Wrath of the Planet of the Apes. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, mm-hmm. he's good in that. He is though. That's one of the best. I was talking to my buddies the other day. Who we're, names? We're, Give me names. Duffy. Duffy. And we were talking about like the best trilogies. Yeah. And I was like, it's like that and back to the future. How, you know, they don't, they don't really make trilogies anymore. Yeah. Like, where for the sole purpose of making a trilogy. Yeah. Like star Tri- star Wars is yeah. a trilogy anymore. I'm sorry. No. I mean, yeah. it's, it's three trilogies and then it's a trilogy of trilogies. Yeah. But like, it- it's really it's, weird that the, all of a sudden at some point they're like, oh, no, no, no. Star Wars. This is the Skywalker yeah, saga. But I remember like, growing up, I liked the trilogies mm-hmm. the, and there were, you know, you had the Star Wars trilogy. You yeah. Had the Back to the Future trilogy. Godfather. You had the Indiana Jones trilogy. Godfather. Yeah. 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 And now all of those have been like totally, which is fine. You know? Yeah. But, but it's, uh, you're right. You're right. Like, it's very. It is weird. It would be fun to write a three movie arc Which, and stuff it, like that. Yeah, exactly. Or Lord Back of the, the Rings. Future. Exactly. Back to the Future is more of one really great movie and then two great sequels that are like one arc. You know what I mean? Totally. But not real. But yeah, but they hold up. Yeah, but yeah, no, they do. But I'm just saying that, that trilogies not... is the way to do it. It is. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Secret of the Ooze, Turtles in Time, <laughs> Back to the Future, one, two, three. Yeah. Fucking but Godfathers. Those, that ape trilogy, man, it's good. Yeah, it, it is good. Um, yeah. I, I honestly, it, okay, I'll say this. It's good. I really like the last two movies. I've still never seen the first one. 
You don't need the first one. I have an inherent thing where I can't see characters be mean to animals, mm-hmm. even if it's um, come up in or CGI. You yeah. Know? So like I can see the second of the, in that trilogy where no, I get that they're uh, they're they're like it's a war thing. But when like he's just a monkey and James Franco's his buddy and then people yeah. are mean to him, I can't see that. Yeah. Yeah. The proto wife is the same way. Yeah. Uh oh! You if you have a foot fetish, uh, uh-huh. and your uh spouse is into it, that's a pro toe wife. Oh, right? nailed it! Yeah. Okay, let's move on. Patrick. Uh, nailed it. No, no I know what? I got it. it. Nails, toenails. I know. I know what you're saying. Oh. I fucking All get right. it. I fucking leg oof through. <laughs> uh, next up, you saw the Snake Eyes poster. Yeah. You stoked for that? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean. As long as you get some good ninja action yeah. by good choreography and it's all on screen. Yeah. No no quick cuts. Sure. I think you got something good. The Henry, characters Henry. look good. Also, it's really fun to see all the crying 40-somethings across the internet that mm-hmm. are mad because Snake Eyes isn't a white guy with blonde hair and blue eyes. Yeah, you're right. Henry, Henry Golding's a great actor. Very attractive man like, as well. Like um, ninja guy who never takes his mask off. Mm-hmm. Like people were arguing how important his whiteness is to his character. Where it's like two different characters, similar names. M- Mandalorian then ninja guy then. Yeah. Okay, it's two different things. Uh, yeah, I um I think it's funny. I think it's weird how they're like, yeah, fuck it, we'll do this because this has been in the talks for a while. Oh, forever. Um. I think it's funny that it's called G.I. Joe Origin. So then immediately I'm like, okay, is this before or after Wolverine? (laughs) Um, Which just don't do origins. Get that word out of there because it's got that Wolverine funk all over it. Yeah, right. Nobody likes Wolverine funk. He's short. He's hairy. Yeah. He stinks stinks like shit. He Um, has to put off some fucking pit. You know who's in it? Um, Who's in the... Some babes. Well, the bay... Samara Weaving, who is the... Ted's daughter from oh, uh, yeah. uh, whatever that's called. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Bill and Ted's excellent. Uh, yeah, that's why prequel. I was saying the some trilogy. Babes. Bill and Ted face the music. Bogus journey. Excellent yes. adventure. Uh huh. Emphasis buddy. on trill. Oh, trill as hell, buddy. Uh, yeah. So that's great. Um, I don't give a fuck, but I'm excited for the people who are excited. Um, I will definitely watch it when it hits streaming services. Oh, I have no hopes for it at all. I mean, G.I. Joe just doesn't have the cachet it and ever like, had. And, and like military militarization is like, I don't know. I don't out. need to see that. Well, that's I mean, why you're going with ninjas. Israel's literally like killing everyone in Palestine right now. It's like, yeah, I don't really need to. I don't want to uh, take my mind off uh, the world by watching a war thing, you know? So hopefully <laughs> it is like a cool ninja thing. The way that like, um, yeah, uh, they want it to be like more like almost like a crouching tiger, hidden dragon style story, yeah. like that scene in that one G.I. Joe movie that was the ninjas on the side of the cliff. That shit ruled. Yeah, so I'd watch that. Uh-huh. But I don't need to see Dennis Quaid's Duke being like, all right, we're going to blow up these fucking villages. Uh, goddamn. OK, so then speaking of first looks, we also gone the He-Man first look, the master of the universe, yes. Kevin Smith. Look, and it looks great. Looks good. Now, what I'm curious about is how involved Kevin Smith is going to be. So is this like he's producing this? Because, for instance, had you ever watch? Um, uh, uh, oh, God, what's it Jane called? Silent Bob. No, what's the, it was on AMC and it's a, a comic book preacher. 
Did you ever see Preacher? Uh, no. Preacher's really good, and it's produced by Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. But it they're producing Ooh, it. Seth Rogen, real great. Really broke the internet. Oh yeah, this week with the you, the khaki shirt, the photo of him with no beard and like yeah, long yeah, hair yeah, yeah. And having lost weight. Well, do you know what that's from? Live action. They're uh, Alan the Alien. No, they're making a movie. They're making like a, a a movie about Pam and Tommy Lee, like a biopic about Pam oh, and I Tommy Lee. Oh, that. And he's playing some guy in it. I don't remember who, but and that's him in character as the random guy he's in it. Well, that's um, fun. Isn't that fun? Yeah. Uh, and yeah. boy, you look at the girl that's playing the actress. She was on Downton Abbey, and she's in a bunch of stuff. But the yeah, she broke playing, the, so that movie is just breaking the internet left and breaking right. Breaking the internet. Uh, Cinderella. But, yeah, that's right. I can't think. Yeah. I can't pull her name, but Isn't I really that funny. Great actress. Fucking, that's what the goddamn fairy godmother should have made her look like. Yeah, right. Fucking barbed wire. Fucking barbed wire out of here. Berber. Uh, yeah. Uh, striptease? No, striptease is Dim Demi. Yeah. Showgirls is Elizabeth. Barbed uh -huh. wire is Pam. Okay. Man, we uh, had it good. The trilogy. In the VH section. The VH, more like VH, yeah. The trilogy. Yeah. Um, goddamn. Okay, so... Uh, I remember trying to sell my parents on the fact that strip tease is like a good art. comedy. It's yeah. art. The, uh, no. So what I was, why I brought up preacher and Seth Rogen, and everything though, is because preacher was very good and it was produced by Seth Rogen, who has a very specific sensibility, but you don't really see it in there. Whereas yeah. like future or future man was also produced by them. You could see the sensibility of the Seth Rogen in there. And mm. so I'm wondering, is this sick ass he man that looks really good? Are they going to be making like, fucking banky uh or whatever you know it's gonna be brody and banky the whole time right i don't know we'll find out but it looks it does look cool and i'm i'm hoping for the best yeah plus all the shira people are pretty excited oh they're great the stills they're like excited about buff lesbians yeah i love i think shira the the shira animated series on netflix is really fun so yeah it's doing well yeah um all right buddy so he man that's cool uh and next up let's i do love the sorry Tell i do me. love the fact that both He-Man and Snake Eyes uh, got like their exclusive first look to drop on the same day. Yeah, that was that was interesting. It was a good week for our show for this segment. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking Has of Hasbro, yeah. they know what they're doing. Hasbro will party. You know what I say? Uh huh. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so also the drop this week, uh, the Friends reunion. Oh, yeah. A lot of friend reunions this oh, week. Oh, because the Everybody... pandemic and the mask requirements are. Yeah, CDC. totally. You're going to be uh, seeing Gideon later today, right? I'm seeing Gideon today and his little yeah. fucking kid. Uh, yeah. He's bringing him over and he's going to hang out. Um, But uh, yeah, the friends reunion. And this is what's kind of interesting is they it's been rumored for a long time that they mm -hmm. wanted to do something. But it was announced on Thursday and and it's airing two weeks from now. So right. it's not even one of those things where you got to wait like, you know, six months to see it. It's come two weeks. And the, I'm a little unclear on whether it's going to be um, an actual like episode or if they're just going to like hang around and, and talk and, about and the, show shoot because, the shit. Well, the Fresh Prince reunion that was also on on HBO Max was fantastic, but it was that it was the actors talking and discussing the show. Yeah. Um, and so I wonder if it'll be that. But they have this fucking guest starring list. I'm going to read off all these fucking people that are going to be in this movie in this mm -hmm. in this reunion. OK, which yeah. makes me think it's going to be an episode because of all these guest stars. Totally. David Beckham, Justin Bieber, BTS, the K-pop band, James Corden, Cindy Crawford, K-1, 
Kara Delving, who I believe was uh, Enchantress in the first Suicide Squad movie. Mm-hmm. Lady Gaga, Elliot Gould, who, of course, played uh, uh, Monica's uh, father in the show. Larry Hankin, who you would recognize if you heard him, Sam. Kit Harrington, so Jon Snow himself. Right. Min- Mindy Kaling, Tom Lennon from Reno 911. Mm-hmm. Christina Pickles, who I've never heard of. It's Tommy's uh, little oh, sister. Sure, got it, got it. Dill's Dill's also you also probably Dill's stopped watching by then. Yeah, also Dill's little sister. Mm-hmm. Tom Selleck, who is uh, Tommy Pickles' older brother. Ooh, Tom Selleck. Ooh, yeah, Magnum. Well, of there? course, Robert Rare Richard. He mm-hmm. dated Monica for a lot Great. of seasons. James Michael Tyler, who I don't know who is. Maggie Wheeler, who I don't know who is. Reese Witherspoon. Well, we know her. Oh yeah. Reese was uh, uh, Jennifer Aniston's sister, I think. Or college friend, one of the two on the show, uh, Rachel's sister or college friend. Oh, and then, f- and Mal- Malala Yousafzai, I don't oh, know how yeah. to say her last name, but Malala is like a Canadian uh, humanitarian. And yeah, model. for a uh, for a friend's reunion, that sounds about white. Yeah, exactly, dude. There are some, <laughs> they do, honestly, they have a couple Indians and some Asians. Oh. But uh, I do not see any black people, unless, of course, Christina Pickles is African-American. Just like uh, must-see TV from the 90s. Yeah pretty wild i I, where are you at with friends the tv show not like your you know but whatever people can like it people can rip on it did you you ever watch it not not like people watched it you know like it was it was must-see tv in the 90s you know it's not like i didn't watch friends what else am i gonna watch fucking the uh, you know we didn't well, have a lot of choices. So you could have fucking said anything and you just <laughs> died. You died on your ass. What am I going to watch? Fucking weird Caroline science reruns on USA. Oh, yeah. Duck those are man. <sighs> Vanessa Angel, baby. This is a different oh. podcast now that I remember <laughs> she exists. Um, Friends had 236 episodes. How many do you think you saw? 50. Okay. See, that's we're very different. I guarantee you I've seen every single episode of Friends probably more than once. Uh, there was a time when I loved it when I was young and dumb, full of cum, yeah. literally. Uh, like, if you would have talked to me in eighth grade, it was my favorite show. We quoted it all the time. Uh, I never had that resurgence with it the way I did with other things. Yeah. And by the time I got to high school, I started realizing once Scrubs and then The Office and My yeah. Name is Earl and all these other shows started coming out, I started realizing how much better they were than Friends. Like, I watched Friends but I also watched the single guy with Jonathan Silverman. You're right. You know? And like, yeah. Yeah. Stuff that was on Carolina, the city. I'm just intrigued because I work in an office and, and uh, I, I'm the one that breaks news like this to everybody, you know? Oh yeah. I work in the office. I'm the one that brings uh, staplers and case and jello. Yeah. Uh, Darren Patterson. Every time he wrote, post something, I, you know, share it to my office on our, our, uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. And, uh, not wolf. Everybody's really excited. Everybody's really like into Good. it. Like, like I'm saying young people like Jin, a lot of Jin. I know a lot of people just like to uh, uh, shit on friends because yeah. it's kind of well, kind of yeah. cool. I don't want it. I'm not going to shit on it, but I'm also not going to give it a pass because like it does have a lot of very questionable stuff that in the 90s. Yeah. Like like when you watch an episode of MASH and they deal with stuff weird, you're like, yeah, but that was 1976. This yeah. is 1998, and you're well, still doing horrific fat jokes and gay jokes and stuff. Yeah, but no one told them that it was going to be that way. <laughs> That's right. Well, actually, honestly, first first verse, no uh-huh. one told you life was going to be this way. Second verse, your mama told you there'd be days like these. So somebody's fucking lying in this story. Right. Um, 
but I, I don't know. I'll watch it. I kind I, I, every once in a while I'll catch an episode and I'll, I'll, I'll laugh my ass off. Um, yeah, I want when I was living with Katie Boyle. Yeah. And, uh, way back. Oh, big fan. Yeah. 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 Um, she was a friend's head yeah. and, uh, would always have it on. So, you know, when you're yeah. in the, when you're in the communal living room and friends is on, it's like, one of the, watch it. I've it's probably, like how I met your mother to me, you know, have you ever met my mother? No, I don't I think, think we've met mm. any of our. Well, you've met my mother. Isn't she, that weird? She was at your first ever comedy show. Yeah, she was heckling. She was ass. your first heckler. No, that's what she said. <laughs> uh, that's a good thing you didn't do any of your Catholic bits. She, oh she'd, have, she'd have been right on stage. Yeah. Also, blows my mind. We called her Karen. Wait, what? Uh, not my mom, but that other lady. Oh, yeah. yeah. A decade ago, we called out a fake care, uh, a heckler to show. And we well, jokingly called her Karen. To be fair, like doing comedy for the last 10 years, like Karen. Yeah. And well, K is always a funnier word. That's my thing. That, K is a good you, letter. You learn that right away that K words hit better. Yeah. So your friend at the office yep. would always be like, uh, no, Kathy. I literally. Also, one how of my... happy are the Kathy's out there? Oh, right yeah. They're now scooting that... by. Can't, they're even throwing C's around. I, I literally, in one of my jokes, I had a joke. I still do. Whatever. It's a joke. My Cancun joke about the girl at the office that actually liked her photos of a bikini. Oh, yeah, yeah. In that joke, that actual person who I worked with, who was a real person at Wells Fargo uh, eight years ago, nine years ago, her real name was Danielle. But that's not a funny comedy name. No. So I changed her name to Kelly. Yeah. And so then the joke of at the end when my wife yells, who the fuck is Kelly is way funnier than her in real life being like, hey, who the fuck is Danielle? I'm pretty sure that's in like the second chapter of the Judy Gold stand up comedy. Yeah, book yeah, yeah. That I read when I was getting into open mics. That yeah, right. C words and K words Pop. are just fucking funnier. And rule of three. I when I first started, I literally considered going by Patrick Keith Hasty on stage because I had I'd get two K sounds out of my name. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, goddamn. Well, so friends, we'll see. I, you know, I'm whatever. We'll see. I still contend that one of the funniest jokes I've ever seen in a television program is the episode where Joey's building an oversized entertainment center oh, yeah. and he's in the living room and Chandler is taking a nap in, in his oh, bedroom. Could he be taking more of a nap? <laughs> yeah. They share a wall and Chandler's asleep and Joey's yeah. drilling. And all of a sudden Chandler wakes up to a drill bit coming right in front of his head. And he runs in the living room. He's like, Joey. And Joey goes, ooh, did I get you? And he's like, it's an electric drill. You get me. You kill me. And fucking makes me laugh every time I think about it. Good. Um, okay, next up. Uh, we don't have to go deep into this, but this is kind of interesting. Legends of the Hidden Temple. The CW is rebooting it as uh, a new game show. like With you know, adults. But it's going to be adults. It sounds like it's going to be way more like um, The Challenge or Survivor. It, well it's a Big good brother. uh it's a great idea yeah. because all of those game shows like are needed to fill summer schedules yeah and they're know? and they're fun to watch yeah i i've been watching the challenge like crazy during this whole pandemic because you just watch reruns you know mm -hmm. yeah i like i like watching people have to try to be athletic and figure things out and be smart build puzzles yeah um so that sounds fun i'd uh, much rather see double dare come back if you're if I i'm being honest is. I'm not kidding. I think Double Dare is back. I think it's on currently. Oh, I'll take it. I'll Google while we're talking like American Ninja Warrior meets Double Dare where you have to like 
run an obstacle and then pull a little flag. Yeah. Just harder double dare. Oh, it was on 2018 to 2019. Mm. Um, but I do think there is some, I think it's airing somewhere right now. Oh, the revival was on 2018 to 2019 and those are still in reruns and the pandemic is why it stopped. So, I mean, it wasn't officially canceled, but it, they just haven't done more episodes. They should do a show where it's like double dare to keep kids off drugs. Oh, that's cool. Double dragon dare. It's Scott, Scott Wolf trying to keep kids off drugs. Yeah. What? Why is this called double dragon when that guy's a wolf? Thank you. Uh, and then the last is the Bad Batch, uh, episode three. Loving it. Very good. It was called The Replacements. Yeah. It was all about uh, Paul Westerberg and his boys starting a band in Minneapolis in the <laughs> early 80s. Yeah, old crosshair. Just, yeah. They keep fucking with him. Mm-hmm. Getting yeah. in his brain. I, um, I, love, I enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. Amiga. Amiga. Hey, hey. My name's Amiga. Hey, ask me if I like carrots. I'm Omega. Hey, do you like carrots? No. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Although I'm a big fan of Wrecker because he's just a big, dumb, lovable mm-hmm. guy. He yeah. reminds, yeah. Very good episode. This episode felt very much like Star Wars. Um, totally. Also very dark. Uh, the the new troops, the new whatever they're calling them. Uh, the, they're not clones, but they're the new recruited stormtroopers. Yeah. Them having to fucking kill all those innocent rebels was really, I mean, you don't see stuff like that in a lot of Star Wars. Well, if you kill, a re- I heard if you're in the Empire and you kill a rebel, you get your wings. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> uh, the uh, I'm 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 excited to see how they play. Uh, uh, what's his name? Crosshair. Zach. No, Crosshair. Oh. I'm I'm trying to see if he gets redemption or what because now he he's has killing to. people. No, but then, he has. Well, but then it reminds me of without yeah, his own. Uh, you know, ability or, yeah. uh, you know, the word. I have a question. Reem and listeners answer too. Did you all just hear me burp? Yes. Okay. I didn't mean to. It was, I thought I was off mic. That well, was going to be one of those little, me, but... that was going to be one of those little things. But then I was like, oh, it's crosshair thing. has to get uh redemption because we know that the bad batch mm-hmm. is sad about him not being there. Yeah, you're right. Um, I, I just think Plus his he's redemption being used. He if he gets a redemption, he needs to die. then well that or go and like retire. But then again, pull, like you know the redemption storylines aren't really Star Wars thing. Well, you know no, I mean? and Rise of Skywalker <laughs> taught us that. Because that's the thing, is like, what if Kylo wouldn't have died? Are we all supposed to be like, yeah, man, but you're fucking you killed so many people. Yeah. Same thing with Darth Vader. Like if Darth uh-huh. Vader wouldn't have died, it's like, yeah, but buddy. Remember when you killed the younglings? Alderaan, you know? Like, they could just be hanging out. And we're like, hey, remember yeah. when you killed all those kids in the Jedi Temple? Yeah. Here, let's watch it. Does Luke know that? When Luke is burning his dad and he's giving him that redemption, does he really know the, the, the magnitude of Well, he of knows how he evil? blew up Alderaan. I know that, but does he know the magnitude of all the evil he's always done? He's got does he know for- that the Darth- force. He's- does he know that Darth Vader himself blew up Alderaan, or does he think it was just that, that he's just like a a corrupt cog in this machine of the empire. He has to know because his dad's Darth Vader and fucking Obi-Wan already gave him the rundown right. when he was like, yeah, there were a bunch of Jedi until Darth Vader when they're hunted, like flying, hunted them all down and killed them when they're flying in a new hope, but we just don't see it yet. Like, yeah, Obi-Wan's like, Oh, also he killed a bunch of young lanes and action. And then it cuts to him being like, <laughs> use the sword. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was really good. It was dark. I, um, it's 
with this, I'm kind of wishing that I had the benefit of having them all out so I could just binge it because I'm not it's not doing what like um, uh, Falcon, the Winter Soldier or WandaVision did where I'm like yeah. intrigued to watch. I can't wait. A hundred percent. But it's also uh, really plus good. That's the way the last two seasons of Clone Wars dropped. Yeah, they dropped it all at once. So you get yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I think it's really great. I think it's great. Fa- uh, great. Uh, Filoni, Star Wars. Um, and uh, yeah, excited to see what else. Um, mm-hmm. My Filoni's got a first name. It's S-T-E-A-R. My Filoni's got a second name. It's, it's W-A-R-S. Because... <laughs> F-I-L-O-N-I-A's got away with. Boy, <laughs> we were this there. is like when you we... couldn't think of a Caroline I... in the city. Oh, yeah. That's when Neil Young. Damn it. What is Neil Young? How did he get in this? The Nostalgic Front Podcast is brought to you by. Kazi, Jennifer L. Matt. John. Grammar Hole. Edward S. Joan. Emmett. Christina A. Hank Finch. Mike Hawes. Brian. Sofing. Adam S. Shank. And listeners like you. Go, Ninja. Go, Ninja. Go. Go. Oh. Nostalgic Front. Oh. Nostalgic Front. Go. How are yeah, you, bud? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, by the way, Patrick. Yeah. Uh, you know what they say about... Uh, Neil Young, right? <laughs> What's that? Neil Young. Neil, Neil Dumb. Dumb mm-hmm. Neil Full of Cum. What was it? Is that Heather's where we watched that and they legit said it? Or was it in Pump Up the Volume? Remember that? Oh, I think it was Pump Up the Volume. That, one of those Pump Christian Up the Vader, Volume yeah. had a lot of cum in it. Yeah, one of those cum, movies. Cum references. Yeah, cum. A lot of, uh, a lot of squirting and uh, ah, Christian Slaperl. Twas a simpler time. Twas a simpler time. Well, get ready, bud. Christian Sloons right up the corner. <laughs> uh, yeah, buddy. but I can't wait for Christian Sloggist. Oh yeah, that's gonna be that stuff. That's when we're going through the like directed TV movies he did when like his career was like dipping. Yeah. Um, buddy, today I'm so excited. We're finally talking about it on the show. Yes. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two out of the shadows from 2017. Fantastic film mm, produced not, by Michael Bay. That's not what I watched. I'm I'm I'm, I'm farting around. Oh uh, yeah, that's uh, we're watching Teenage Mutant Turtles two: Secret of the U's. Secret of the Oz from 1991. Hell yeah! Now, what was your experience with this movie, bud? Oh boy, this was my Ninja Turtle movie. Yeah, because because oh. I didn't have the other one on VHS. I had this one. Yeah, on VHS. You know, I mean, I was any red blooded little uh, capitalist kid from the early 90s anyway. So I loved everything. Turtles, you know, turtle power. I would yell that I love being a turtle despite not being one. And I saw this fucker opening weekend, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. I got the VHS right here, buddy. I as a kid. This one was way better than the first for me because it was least. fun. It was sillier. Yeah, as more an like adult, no. it's very much not the case. Um, but this this is one of those rare things that happens with a a, a film where every time I see it as an adult, mm-hmm. it gets worse. And I I like it less and less. Yeah, like I'd be hard. I to, could see that. 
I'd be hard to find 15 good minutes in this movie that I actually think are rad and good. Yeah. Which is a bummer. It's kind of a fun, goofy movie to watch. Uh, Goofy movie. (laughs) Just to watch it from like how obvious it is that like, oh, shit, that Ninja Turtle movie made a lot of money. Yeah. We need to strike quick. Yeah, Iron uh, I don't. God, I don't hot. care if April O'Neil has a different job right now. We're not going to be fucking able to get her face. back. Yeah, we're not. We don't need her back. We're we'll just recast April. We'll get a movie out by next summer. That yeah, literally the first uh, the first one came out March thirtieth, nineteen ninety. Yeah. Yeah. Second one came out March twenty second, nineteen ninety one. So oh. not even a full calendar year. I'd rather watch this than some of the other ones, though the Michael Bay ones. Like it has no. Uh, it might not be that good, but it has no fat. This is a brisk 90-minute slog. All right, maybe. Uh, that's your opinions, and that's what's fun about having a show. We can yeah. have differing opinions. Okay. Um, I honestly, and, and I might get killed for this in the forums, but uh, <laughs> forums. I don't hate the Michael Bay ones. There's a lot of stuff I don't like about them, but... Uh, top to bottom, I think they're fine. I don't like. I I really hate the way they treated the actors on set. Mm-hmm. Apparently, there's a lot of violations of like union rules and stuff, which I don't like that. But I think the finished products and project products and the way they did like Casey and Bebop and Rocksteady and stuff, I think is really interesting. I really like Megan Fox's. Oh, are we April. doing a podcast on those? No, but I just want to say that <laughs> that I don't think I think don't think those are great, but I do think those are okay. Yeah. Um, this movie, if you would have asked me five years ago before I had a weekly nostalgic podcast, I would have said, yeah, two's fun. Three's always been my second favorite, no matter yeah. what. Yeah, but yeah. two, I was like, it's very good. And nowadays I'm... Um, I haven't seen this since I was, you know, a kid. Really? You don't, you don't watch this every but once in a while? No, huh? I've. it's been like 25 odd years since I've seen this. That's crazy because I had this, again, much like The Mummy, these were one of my first DVD sets. I had so when DVDs first when I first started getting DVDs in like mm. 2000 2001 I got at um uh Target or Walmart they had a two pack that was the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie and the Pinocchio with uh Jonathan Taylor Thomas weird pairing but okay Very, but that's what they would do they do like here's yeah. two movies from New Line Cinema or whatever um and then my sister for Christmas that same year so probably Christmas 2001 bought me like a three pack of all three movies in, on DVD with no special features, nothing. It's just like you, pr- you put the DVD in and it automatically starts playing. You don't even have a yeah. screen. Do you think at any point on New, uh, New Line Cinema's lot, there might have been a chance where uh, Robert England oh. as Freddy yeah. like, walked by the dude playing Shredder? Yeah, that's fun. And they look you at know? you. They look at each other, point and say, I loved you in Wall Street, <laughs> like in Hot Shots. <laughs> Hot shots part D. Part D. Um, but of course, today we're talking about Teenage Ninja Turtles part D. Secret of the Deuce. <laughs> deuce. Uh, Secret of the Deuce is they eat all that pizza. Um, yeah, this movie, it's it's a bummer. I I I wish I liked it more. And also I want to say that I have rewatched Teenage Mutant Turtles I think three more recently. Yeah. And I don't I do it's it's again, it's not great. It's not as right. good as the first one, but I think three is way better than anybody gives it credit for. This movie is uh interesting to watch because it's obviously made for Mm nine-year-olds and not even just for nine-year-olds for nine-year-olds in 1991 yes yeah yeah 
And it does. It, Even it, though they throw in like a Casablanca reference mm-hmm. and a Ralph Nader reference here and there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I don't it's, know. It's like a bummer. For. It's like a bummer because at the time we didn't know how films were made. Now we know a lot more stuff. And it just it feels like su- like literally this movie should have just been called Cash Grab with four guys wearing suits, you know? Um, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. The director. Not, surprisingly, though, no yeah. uh, crossovers with like uh, merchandising. The first one, oh. you know, you got Domino's. You got oh, uh, yeah. I, I, I still maintain that fucking uh, TMNT one put turtle wax. Oh, yeah. On, on, the, on map. the map. Nobody heard. Nobody ever heard of fucking turtle wax. Nope. Now that's all I wanted to wax cars with. Yeah. After that, you know, but the, the, uh, no ad synergy here on TMT2. Yeah, that is weird. The now also something that's very uh, not uh, present in this film is uh, what the secret of the ooze is. <laughs> like, it doesn't fucking matter. Nobody talks about like they talk about the ooze, well, but you never find yeah. out what it's about. Um, and if you do some research, which we do, because we well, have they a just podcast. accidentally made it. It was an accident. And then well, Donnie went into an existential crisis. The movie. So what happened was when they were first making this movie and they named it, they were going to use the uh, Eastman and Laird wanted it. The creators of the car, the comics, they wanted yes. to make sure that they wanted to pu- make sure they were pulling from the comic books instead of the cartoon, the TV series. Because they wanted it to have that more grounded feel like the first one did. Yeah, and uh, yeah, totally. So in the, and in the comics and in like the 2014 cartoon and stuff, um, the ooze is a byproduct of the uh, Utroms, who like Krang is an Utrom and stuff. And uh, it was a basically an alien substance that it landed on Earth. Oh, it's alien toxic. Uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Toxic goo. And that was what was going to be, and that was going to be revealed at the end of the movie was they were going to realize there was alien goose setting up a, a th- third movie but they edited they took all that stuff out before they ever shot well because alien worlds cost way too much money yeah well but by taking all that out and leaving it that title it kind of i mean i think it could have just been called to, to, to i feel like secret of the use is such a bummer title for this movie yeah. it could have called it a lot of different things well, um you know just hate to say it but there's a lot of bummers in this movie i mean a lot of them toka and razor yeah, which I, I think bummed the fans out. But uh, on the flip side, got to make that toy money. Yeah, and it's also weird they never made a Kino toy. That was also a a, a, a um, Eastman and Laird thing because of them not wanting to use stuff from the cartoons. They chose not to do the uh, um, Bebop and Rocksteady, and they so they created new characters because then you get more toys and stuff like that. And I will say, I fucking loved when I got the Toka Turtle toy. That was great. I had it, a mom. It was just a repainted scar, though. Scar. There's no goddamn toy called Scar. What is this? Sorry, a Neil Slash. Young moment again? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking put respect on Slash's name, baby. And he wasn't repainted. He had that fucking. He was a tortoise. He had that sharp no- nose. Yeah. New head, repainted body. At the end of the day, it was still. No, Slash. it wasn't. Talk out your ass to someone else, not this show. Okay. All right. All right. The reason I know is because I had my I would I, I had this system, this thing I called. They were called the um, I don't know when I was a kid, I guess I just called them the like the bad turtles. But mm-hmm. I had uh, Toka slash uh, metal head 
And I had who, who a, was the first turtle you said you had? Toka. Oh, don't mind if I do. <laughs> I thought you were trapping me in for a second. I was like, wait, is the turtle Razor? No, uh, I'm doing drugs. I get it. He's smoking pot reefer on the show because it's legal in this city now. Um, the uh, I I made a I made like a four turtles team. I don't remember who my fourth was, but I made a four turtles team of evil turtles, and then I would have adventures with them, like you know. And that was fun. I love. I like Toka. I thought he was great. I think Grazar was fun. I loved in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the video game in time when yeah. you beat the shit out of him and then they mm-hmm, and turn back into pups and boxers. Yeah, they're so cute. Yeah. Um. But that was another one of those directives where they're like, "Well, we don't. We need. We want. We're going to use new characters because we don't want to pull from the cartoon," which is ironic because they did pull the entire vibe from the co- cartoon. Totally. It's like a silly kids movie this this whole thing it's a oh yeah well like more so in this uh absolutely than the first is yeah every action scene like is a bit yeah, the tur- yeah. like the turtles don't fight no they turn into bugs bunny yeah and even when they do fight they're not using their weapons no donna like in the in that first scene in the pizza fight at the or in the in the in the toy store Leonardo literally the whole time he's fighting, he's using like these batons that are like not you can't really see him, and yeah. his swords are in his back. And he it's like, you just he does use his swords in the not, fight. Not a lot. He he stabs the roof. Oh, that's right. So he can kick some foot soldiers. Yeah, and yeah. then of course like, you of never course, you never see Mikey uses nunchucks. No, he uses the meat ones and then threatens with mustard next time. Yeah, and. Uh, April swings the nunchucks later yeah. on. Donatello yeah. uses his staff, but like a bat. Mm-hmm. Never like a ninja. It's- and also, it's really annoying because he, he at some point, somebody must have been like, hey, Donatello, you know when you do the, when you take the pool chalk and do the tip of your staff? Uh, that's kind of funny. And then Donatello was like, I'm just going to do that. That's my thing now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. Every I do two things, machines and chalk up the end of this bow staff. Right. Um, The uh, well, technically, the staff is a simple machine. You are exactly right. And I don't know why I don't give you credit for stuff like that more often. Um, Also, the little Donatello action figure that uh, Matt Von Drack sent us Mm -hmm. that has been sitting literally here on my desk until fucking minutes before we started recording uh, is a simple machine as well. You know, like, yeah. Snick it, and then it goes, and it does a little flip. Oh, you know who my favorite, my mom's favorite Ninja Turtle is. Hold on, let me think. Donatello. <laughs> That's good. Uh, I'll say a couple more things about this. The direct is directed by Michael Pressman, mm. who directed a ton of like those after-school specials and like of TV movies in the '80s. He probably directed the commercial. Yeah. With the Ninja Turtles and the joints and the turkey. Yeah. Yeah, and he now directs a ton of. TV shows. He's directed. He directs like CSI oh. and stuff. Ah. He's he's been an active director the whole time. But this is, I from what I could tell, this is his highest, uh, his biggest movie that he directed. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the suits, the turtle suits, which are phenomenal in this. That's one of the things that's phenomenal is the suits look great. Oh yeah. Um, that's the Jim Henson Creature Shop again. Yeah. But, uh, Brian Henson, who, uh, you know, Jim Henson's son, who was the producer, they didn't produce. They didn't have any sort of financial tie to this movie because he was 
just basically like upset or bummed that it wasn't the same director as the first one, Steve Barron. He right. knew it wasn't going to be as quality, so they didn't want to slap the the whatever Muppet Studios name on it. Uh, nice workaround by New Line Cinema, though, to make sure that they got some of that Jim Henson uh, mm -hmm. clout yeah. in their film by opening it up with uh, having it be in memory to Jim Henson. Yeah, dedicated to. He'd passed on not too yeah. long before it. Which um, it's also kind of funny because if you think about like this movie's placement in time with Jim Henson's passing and uh, Jurassic Park and Terminator 2 going to come out the two next consecutive summers yeah. that this is kind of just the peak of practical animatronics yeah. in film you yeah. know and like and just the, the world's story, about to change in no, no fucking story at all there is a story it's not Tok good he's gonna make toka and razor he wants revenge the, that stuff is good shredder yeah. stuff is good um i got a lot of issues with it yeah we'll, 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 we'll go um, through because um, i'm not i'm not here to defend this movie yeah. at all and I'm like, not here to tear it down either. No, it's an I, interesting watch, no yeah. matter what. It's 90 minutes. Like, if you haven't watched this, I enjoyed watching it just yeah. from, like, the deconstructive side of it and yeah. just how many times I watched it. And, like, again, you could totally see how much of this movie is, like, executively driven. Yeah. You know? Oh, I want to say this, too, uh, by the way. Uh, so we take notes when we do these watches, you know? And Try to. I use uh, Google. I use my Gmail as my notes keeper, and then I transfer it to Word. And I just want to let it be known: uh, the back half of my notes did not save, or there was an internet, so my notes stop oh, yeah. uh, right after Toka and Razor are, are like announced. So after that, it's going to be off memory, just so you know. You know what yeah. I mean? So um, that's kind of fun. So I won't have any fun nuggets after that, but, and also uh, my notes kind of fell off a cliff because in the second half, uh, I was too busy making tweets about the movie. Yeah. And, and the movie videos. falls the fuck apart in the second it, half. So it really, if does. they don't, if they're not going to do the second half, why should we, you know, right. Uh, I'll say I got a couple more little facts that I guess found from research. That I think uh -huh, is interesting. Uh -huh. Um, uh, Kino, um, the actor, I've got it right here. What's his name? Do you have his, do you have his name pulled somewhere? Uh, uh, uh no. I have, hold on one second. I have it right here. God, who played uh, Kino? Key, oh, Kino old is, people. That's who. <laughs> Eddie Reyes Jr. plays Kino, who we, also we of course loved him in uh, uh, Surf what's Ninjas. His, what's his was, last name? Reyes. Reyes. Or Reyes. Okay, because he worked for Reyes Pizza, so I was just trying to. No, he worked for Roy's Pizza. Ah. Yeah, because New York is famous Reyes, and they did Roy's, which I thought was silly. That's a good joke. That goes in my 15-minute cut of stuff I like from this movie. <laughs> um, Eddie Reyes Jr. from Surf Ninjas, which, as you remember, was the first movie to ever be released on a Sega Game Gear. Yeah. Uh, but... He was in the suit in the first movie. He was the Donatello. Oh. He was the good. actual dude in the suit. And in this movie, the dude in the suit for Donatello is Kevin Clash, who is the was the voice of Elmo for uh, uh, 15, 20 years until he got canceled for being a uh, sex perv or not necessarily a perv, but like a uh, pest, yeah. a bad guy. Um, so that's exciting and fun. Uh, oh, I apologize. Kevin Elmo was is in the splinter suit. Adam Carl is in the Donatello yeah. suit. I was about to say I could see a puppeteer, yeah, being in the splinter suit, but I couldn't see like, oh, you mean he can also do backflips that easily? Yeah, right. You're right. I apologize for that. You um, idiot. Uh, Cor apparently 
Corey Feldman didn't voice Donatello in this one because he had been in rehab and apparently they wanted to, they didn't want to deal with that. And now this was very hard to find. I, I, I had conflicting things, but apparently the reason that April was replaced was because Judith Hogue, there was stories about on set, the, the, like the safety for the stuntmen in the first movie. Uh huh. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah. And apparently she spoke out saying, what the fuck? Let them be safe. Why there's what it from what I read, it made it sound like she was like, they don't need to work in a safe area. And the producers were mad about that. So they didn't bring her back. But I think that was just misrepresented. I bet she was like, oh, yeah, this is not safe. And that's what Uh, pissed them off. Yeah. But it was it sounded like she was on the wrong side of history. And I can't imagine that. I can't imagine an actor being like, yeah, fuck these stunt guys, you know? Yeah. Um, but so they brought in Paige Turco, who is a uh, babe, a real babe. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, not so, a redhead though. Not a redhead, but a babe nonetheless. Yeah, uh, great lady, real attractive, real pretty, real fun. They also said she had much better chemistry with the turtles. Which, oof, what's that going to get you in life? You know, I had good chemistry with the turtles. Was that professor guy? Yeah, they got <laughs> uh, not Baxter Stockman. <laughs> uh, okay, so um. I think yeah. that's all my little like tips I had. Baxter stock professor. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Uh-huh. Let's jump in the movie, okay? Let's jump in. The opening just every New Yorker taking their first bite out of a piece of pizza. What the fuck is that about? Like it seems like okay. Kids love pizza. Ninja Turtles love pizza. It, like, but, it, but think about it in world. What it feels like is if at the, okay, like Ghostbusters 2, remember how mm. everybody is like, Ghostbusters, everybody loves the Ghostbusters. They're wearing Ghostbusters t-shirts and stuff. Yeah. That's yeah. what it feels like. <laughs> it feels like the, the events of the first one took place and then everybody found out about the turtles. And, yeah. And what do the turtles love pizza? So right. now everybody's eating pizza. It's a big deal. But uh-huh. they don't know who the turtles are. So it's just basically like a weird sketch where every single person eats pizza constantly. I like the two people that are on a date. Yeah. And then they like kiss and then they turn their heads and. Yeah. They're like real Wall Streety type people. It's just it's super weird. Here's what I wrote. The whole everyone is eating pizza thing is a little, is weird. Uh, it feels like everyone is under some weird fucked up spell. <laughs> uh, also, all of these slices of pizza mm-hmm. like. Don't even I'm trying like- to I'm trying to figure out the math on the fucking cheese because oh, they're man. like they're pulling like one slice up and then it's got like I know it's for art sake. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like your pizza commercials. You can't pick up a slice of pizza without fucking- strings of cheese yeah. ropes ropes stringy ropes of cheese. Yes. And that's how it is. But the thing that oh, this is what really got me Get, tell during me. the opening credits. They go to Roy's Pizza. Yeah. Roy Famous Koopa. Roy's. Roy Koopa. He has a pizza place. Ro- anyway. uh, Roy Biggins from Wings. That's the who it's named after. Yeah. Roy's Pizza. And the pizza got the chef, the guy that's cooking the pizzas, to give to Kino. First thing he does is grab these pizzas and hold and then turn them 180 degrees. It's just like in the first and one. And it makes my eyes pop. Oh, yeah. When, he right when they go down the fucking great. gutter, makes my eyes pop out of my head. And then he hands the pizzas to Kino. First thing he does 
is tip the motherfuckers back. We These goddamn actors have no idea, like no, no idea how to handle a pizza. You figure you have this much pizza in the fucking movie. At some point, somebody would have been like, you know, uh, on dailies would have been like, yo, look at those fucking. You can't do that to pizza. It's like in uh Law and Order episodes where you can tell that people are just holding coffee cups, but there's nothing in them, <laughs> and they're like walking around like splash. You know, they'd be splash, yeah. and then they take a drink, and it's like. Ooh. And it's like, no, yeah. you, uh, it's we, like we, we had bad a good improv. Joke. Where's the physics here? In our old, uh, uh, in the Legends episodes, when we did one on the first Turtles movie, <laughs> we uh, uh, we talked about that. We we're like, was the physics of pizza boxes different in the 90s? Because it's like, how that's so yeah. weird. Um, <laughs> one thing that I think this movie does really fun at the beginning is it shows how fucking crazy New York was, how yeah. wild New York looked. Uh huh. Like it doesn't that does not look like the city I've been living in for a decade. No. And it also doesn't look like the city from fucking Ghostbusters, which was five years before. Yeah. You know, this was I, my I like New it. York as a fucking eight year old. Yeah. This, this is, is what exactly New what New York was. Yeah. Just people now, eating pizza and random people with boom boxes. Now, That's- this is where it starts the movie. OK, so we get our our boy Kino yeah. now. For some fucking reason. First thing we get out of Kino to like, I don't, I already don't like him, by the way. He held his pizza. Pizza. And then, yeah. he, and then we find out he's a goddamn simp. All right. <laughs> he, so what happens is he cat calls a woman. Yeah. And then, and he, he says something like, hey, baby, you want to get some of this cock or something? Yeah. And then she's like, uh, no, thanks. Uh, try someone else. And he's like, no, she's like, in your dreams. Oh, that's right. He's like, in your dreams. And yeah. he says, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, in my dreams, you're a little skinnier. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, you're a little skinnier." It's like so he's catcalling and oh. roasting, and no, then says, also from the notes, she says, "Dream on, dweeb." Oh yeah, <laughs> they're so, all in denim. It's a bunch of fucking and uh, they're babes, material girls. You could do worse, Kino. Yeah, you fucking dick. Uh, Only that I, they're with guys that are inside getting slices, and that gets established. After Kino drives off. And also, it's, it's why also, don't you work and not fucking hassle the customer base, Kino? I agree 100%. And also, why didn't... Um, uh, oh, well, I'm trying to say... Hold on. I have, a, I have a thought right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why didn't Kino become a fucking part of this whole thing, you know? Like, why isn't Kino a part of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles universe? Or- why is he not... He's, he's only not, in this movie. I don't even think he has Where, an action figure. You know, maybe he's got like a I, Super I, Seven or something. But they've he, made action figures. Yeah. I don't know if they're just fan made, but I've seen You've Kino, seen action, Kino figures. action figures. But on paper, too, Kino yeah. works great. You know, he, it's fun to you be go like, in. You pick your numbers. <laughs> fuck you. Sorry. Last. It's, that's my last Kino. It's, but it's fun to have this like uh uh, window fisheye lens into yeah. the, the turtles, right? I thought, yeah, because we didn't get that with the, the news reporter. But uh, but what I'm thinking is, why not storytelling wise, buddy? Why not make that? Why not make that? Uh, rewrite the movie, make that Casey Jones. And the first movie is them learning. Second movie is Casey Jones really figuring out their shit. Yeah. Casey infiltrates. I understand representation matters. It's fun to have uh, 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 a Filipino action star in your movie. That's great. Yeah. But w- this guy doesn't matter. And he, ki- he doesn't well, suck. The reason cool. they I couldn't like have him. done that is because 
Casey's Pizza doesn't deliver and it's not yeah. based in New York. It's only in gas stations in Iowa. Casey's Pizza. Uh, I've been watching a lot of uh, Pat McAfee uh, sports uh, talk, sports mm-hmm. radio show, mm-hmm. and he stands a lot during the show. Yo, yeah. And it gives him a lot of energy. So I just, while we were discussing that, I just thought about uh, it. Well, yeah. And then I just All did right. a bunch of What do of you steps. think? You think Aaron Rodgers is going to retire? Let's talk more about Aaron Rodgers. You yeah, well, know? It's, but they also say this is all that's happening. Like when Tim Tebow got signed, they were like, thank Christ. We have something else to talk about for a few days. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was really fun. Um, yeah, just fucking uh, Keno just feels like a real. I like Eddie Reyes Jr. I liked him in this. I liked him in Surf Ninja stuff, but he's just a real swing and a miss as a character. It's like I'm not invested in him. I don't care. I never like his arc, you yeah. know? Well, he serves one purpose, really, and yeah. that's uh, to infiltrate the Foot Clan. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I'm not really sure what purpose that served in the overall scheme of the movie. Yeah, me neither. Other than the scene. I love the entire... We'll get to it, but... What? Uh, well, tell me. What scene? When Kino's trying out for the Foot Clan. Oh, yeah. Later on. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I thought you meant, like, the scene at the beginning when he, like, stumbles into this toy store and stuff. It's like, why? Like, also, I... And how the fuck are the turtles there? Also, you know? who is this other band of... Like, this is a very large group of guys that is robbing this store. They're... Right? I, think I got on the... And they're not... They're not Foot Clan. I was know? under the impression they were Foot Clan. No, they're just... I was under the impression they're just... No, they're not. They're just robbers. They're You're just right. robbers. And everybody's wearing socks over their face. Yeah. Because. That's fun. Well, there's no real reason. It's just so you don't. You can reuse those guys later. Yeah. But, man, people love to watch the Ninja Turtles fuck around and yeah. then punch them in some kind of way. Oh, my God. There's a scene later. I'll get to it. But there's a yeah. scene later. When all right, I'll get to it. Uh, I I'll spoil that. Guess what? Hey, listeners, make a note. There's a scene later. Yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah, they have that initial fight, and he's like, "Yeah." Oh, Kino shows up. Who he, the fuck? He knocks out two of the bad guys. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, by the way, it's a good thing I study martial arts." He says it to himself, but yeah, really, no one's listening. Really, bud. he's saying it to us. Yeah. Hey, Batman, you know? who are you talking to? <laughs> right. You know. Yeah, and then. Fucking the Ninja Turtles show up, and it's a pretty iconic opening yeah. for a nine-year-old in 1991. You know what? I didn't talk about this at the top of the show, but do you know what I watched yesterday? A film I watched yesterday. No. What Speed. do I look like? I watched oh, Speed. Yeah, you told me that. I did tell you that, and I forgot to bring it up. Uh huh. Top to bottom, that movie's opening, the first act. Oh yeah. Brilliant. The, the whole thing, elevator, the little thing. elevator thing. You see that girl's underwear? Fan- Never forgot that. Oh my god, yeah, uh, fantastic! And it throws you into the action. You don't even see the bus till you're like 26 minutes into the movie. Yeah, fuck that bus. This movie is the opposite of that. This movie is like ah, just fucking get to the turtles. Who cares? Yeah, it doesn't matter what's happening. Show pizza, then show turtles. Make sure Yo, to show we our got star Shredder, Kino. turtles, and mutant gin in like the first 20. Yeah. minutes. I like, feel like this was a we're rolling. They had our, you know how like, like all that's left from the trailer yeah. that I watched like as a kid I'm like all right so all I I now we're going to get some vanilla ice at least. Mm-hmm. I have a question now wasn't um Master of the Masters of the Universe 
It wasn't that like Universal Soldier or something like that or vice versa. You know what I'm talking Cy- about? Cyborg. Yeah, Cyborg. I feel like that's what this was, was they were like, well, we already got this uh, Kino movie we wrote and we needed Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. So we're just going to throw the four turtles in this movie, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, if we're working at a pizza place. That character really doesn't deliver. It would have been way cooler if they ordered pizza from the place that Tony Hawk works at. Oh, that would be good. The Pizza Hut, you're saying? Yeah, and then yeah, all, they fun. all just skateboard all the time. It's just yeah. pizzas and skateboards. I don't Ninja think we Turtles, see a goddamn... Christian Slater, fucking I don't think Tony we see a, god, a goddamn skateboard in this movie. And, uh, you know, Mikey was a hell of a skateboard. There, the first there's time. one skateboard. Uh, April O'Neil picks it up. She's oh, like, that's right, when she's cleaning. Donatello. Somehow the rat is the cleanest of them. And she looks at the camera like she's a fucking on a <laughs> your show of shows from the 1950s. Uh, like she's a, like she's Carol Burnett. There's uh, a lot of that. Yeah, there's a lot of mugging. That's for sure. Um, and not the, hey, give me your gun. The David shenanigans type mugging. Uh, that's when we're introduced to the new April who, again, babe. But oh, Judith yeah. Hogue was great, too. Um, one, of, her- one of the one of the good things uh, that this movie has in spades is random characters that yeah. just serve no purpose other than to exist and kind of give the movie like an organic New York feel. Yeah, because like April's coming home when we first see her, and of course she's got the iconic. Nothing makes me feel more like a New Yorker than yeah. when I have a brown paper bag. Yeah. And a fucking French roll sticking uh, out. Yeah, it's only happened. It's only it's only happened like three times. Hey, you want to hear this? Uh-huh. The the day I saw Richard Kind from mm-hmm. uh, uh, Robocop. Fresh off the boat. Uh, maybe I don't remember him in Robocop at all, but he was in uh, Mad About You in Spin City uh, and he's on uh, Sack Lunch Bunch. Uh, when I saw him on the train and sat right next to him, he had two baguettes sticking out of his grocery bags. He had oh. grocery bags in between his legs, paper sacks. Yeah, two baguettes sticking out of it. Uh, like I said, nothing like nothing makes you feel more like a New Yorker than carrying a brown paper bag with a fucking baguette sticking out of it. Yeah. Anyways, Rachel's coming home. Rachel. Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's an Anne Hathaway movie. And then Ross is there, and he's like, I "Oh, love you. and we got these turtles. We were on a break." Hey, I'm not fucking around, buddy. Standing is pretty fun. Nice. Yeah, I think. Oh, maybe this is why I try stand up. Yeah, maybe that's why I did this for fucking 10 years. (laughs) Anyway, so uh, Rachel comes home. Yeah. And I just like that her neighbors are complaining about her doing aerobics up in her upstairs. Yeah. They're like, hey, aren't you April O'Neil? And she's like, yeah. And they're like, well, you got to fucking pipe down up there, baby. (laughs) Yeah. Also, which is kind of like, you remember? Hold on. Sorry. Do you remember that Sean Colvin song? Rachel came home. <laughs> huh. Which we find out the reason why April's such a shitty neighbor is mm. because she's Airbnb and fucking four turtles and a giant rat. Okay. Now this is my thing. First off, fun fact, the outside of that building when she's coming home, that is the Jim Henson studios in Astoria. Oh yeah. You don't really see it, but that's where that was shot at. Um, it's not too far. I think it's in Long Island city. It's not very far from like where the Creek was and stuff. Um, nice. I've never been there, but that's like where Sesame Street and all that shit is. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other Can thing you is, tell me how to get there. 
Practice, practice, practice. Gone practice. Remember that from Last Action Hero? Oh, I always remember if that. If I'm here's what it is. I'm learning, listeners. We're all learning. Hey, who together. killed Mozart? Right. Oh, I don't remember that part. That's practice. Gone practice. That's right. Yeah. Um, I uh I think my juices flow better if I'm standing. I think my riff, which is why mm-hmm. I'm good at stand-up, because when I'm standing, I think my I'm Buddy, like how you can sing. Your better. juices are always flowing. Anywho. Her apartment now. Uh oh, I see this. Yeah, I knew that was coming. Saw that camera move. Reem standing up too. Uh, her apartment got to be like a billion dollars. Oh two my floors? god! She has two yeah. floors. She has a balcony and roof access and stuff. Um, now this is where I'm going to ask you a question. Okay, uh-huh. Reem has sat back down, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Here's my question to you: How long has passed since the events of the first movie? It's like a weekend. Yeah. It feels like they're treating it like it was like 10, 6, 10 to a 12 months. Like when they're like in the apartment being like, what are you talking about? And they just basically rehash the first movie. Yeah. You know, but then See, like she has a beautiful it, new apartment that's lived mm-hmm. in. I think what happened is they are in like a time vortex that's oh, sure. going much faster than the foot clan. <laughs> Cause yeah. Uh, over on the Foot Clan side, like they like just retreated. Hours. Yeah, they retreated to a junkyard, and which really works out because Spl- Shredder fell into. It's like they planned it because Shredder falls into the trash at the end of the first. Yeah, one. and when we get introduced to the Foot Clan in this one, it's a bunch of doughy white kids. Yeah, and Shredder's lieutenant guy, a bunch of and- me and me and Bobby the Hills. <laughs> it, and the thing That's is, the fucking Foot Clan. Yeah, the uh, we would be in the Foot Clan. Yeah, oh We're yeah, stupid. dude. Uh, not only that, but every guy that recruits them. Yeah, it's fucking Sam Rockwell for fuck's sake. And the first one. Yeah, and then the guy in this one is Aldi's brand, Sam Rockwell. <laughs> yeah, and I would follow him into fucking war. Yeah, yeah, I'd follow him into Fallujah right now. Let's right. go, bud. I. Uh, Okay, so that's the thing that I was because, like, you know, you watch these movies, and especially when you were doing it for the podcast, you're watching them with a different eye. And yeah. like, I'm literally like, I if you would have asked me, and in my head, and the way the movie plays out, you're like, oh, this is like a couple months later, a couple months have happened, yeah. and then all of a sudden, Shredder's hand sticks out of that trash, mm-hmm. and you're like, this is a couple hours after that, <laughs> right? Because he's not oozed up yet; he's not super Shredder or anything uh-uh. yet. So that means he fell off, survived the drive in the the truck where, uh, you know, Casey uh, attempted murder. And he's on the top layer of trash. Yeah. His hand pops out like Carrie. Uh, And and that's literally at that moment, I was like, oh, this has been minutes. So when they're in the apartment and they're like, what are you talking about? We already took down Shredder. Somebody should have been like, yeah, that happened last night. dude." I like when it's a lot more formal. He's always more intimidating yeah. when he's referred to as the Shredder. Yeah. As you opposed know? to when they refer to him as Shredder. Haro- uh, Hiroko Saki. <laughs> that too. He I, he's it, that that just the timeline there just really fucked with me where it's like cuz that's fine like Yeah. Some movies like Empire and Return of the Jedi were like kind of unclear on how much time exactly goes between those two. But that's fine cuz the story allows like, that. Yeah. Whereas in this movie, some things allow that. Why does April have a brand new apartment? 
how right. they've been staying there for a while. They've been staying there long enough for Ray's Pizza. Yeah, Roy's Pizza. Roy's Pizza yeah. to like be like, oh, it's fucking that April O'Neil again. Yeah. yeah. Like, I can't believe she's ordering pizza. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just it's it's it, that the timeline is very. This movie just doesn't work. There's a lot of errors with it. Turtles three is better, but Turtles two is fun to talk about. That's for sure. And it's not the worst. It's a it's a fun nestalgia thr- oh, thing to throw you, on. Well, Lots number, of fun stuff when they get in trouble and yeah. they got to do the fucking calisthenic thing. And yeah. then they Mikey's lying by just clapping to make it I sound mean, like he's flipping the where the most of this money's this movie's budget went is the third act. And it's Rob pr- Rob Van Winkle's fucking pocket. I mean, it's pretty iconic as far as nostalgia like we do a podcast on nostalgia i don't know if you listen yeah. to it yeah no fucking shit the fact that this movie and this is no spoiler to anybody that's even listening to this fucking thing but the fact that this movie closes with vanilla ice and the ninja turtles sharing a stage mm-hmm. like that's and when it ends i was literally like oh yeah it's over now <laughs> yeah. that's how they wrap this up <laughs> I love- like i want to be a I- writer uh-huh. I want to be a writer and I write, I'll write a TV show. I'll write uh, scripts and stuff. I've never sold anything. Of course, you know, I'm mm-hmm. stupid. Nobody cares. But like every once in a while, I'll see something where I'm like, eh, you can just do whatever you want in the third act. Can't you? <laughs> you know, <laughs> if you, if you have the right people looking at it, who gives a shit? Uh-huh. Um, I, just, uh, I will say that uh, in, uh-huh. when we first get the view of them at the, at her apartment, their suits do. I mean, just to reiterate, they look fucking great. They're really they good. Um, well, uh, also, when we first see them, the first thing is Michelangelo coming through the window, holding a goddamn pizza. Mm-hmm. 180 degrees tilted again. Yeah. But I also would understand like, OK, close your eyes. Mm-hmm. Listeners do the same thing. What's your tell me? Tell me a pizza, your favorite style of pizza. Pepperoni, the classic. OK, How, uh, what do we got for a ta- uh, 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 t- uh, uh, What am I trying to say? Hand tossed thin hand, pan hand tossed pepperoni. That's hot, it, man. hot. So the cheese is melty. Oh, yeah. The sauce is hot. OK, oh, now yeah. imagine that's in a box, right? And mm-hmm. you've turned that box sideways and it's all fucking ran down and smashed, right? OK. Now imagine that you open that box and it's all kind of smushed down in the bottom. And you just fucking kind of take like a handful of it and put it in your oh, mouth yeah. and eat it. Yeah, yeah. It's still good. It tastes fucking good. You know, especially when I have a giant fucking animatronic mouth. Yeah. Like that's the they thing is eat, like they eat a lot in this and it's good. It's good. Quick cuts. Like anytime they take a bite out of something, it's like, yeah. well, done with that. Done with that shot. A pizza thought I've been having lately is um, Domino's does the thin crust. And I really like that. So we get that. So a lot of times I'll get a Domino's thin crust cheese. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, probably because they think it's for children. Domino's, if you order a thin crust, their their base is they're going to party cut it, square cut it. And I don't want that. I want it to be normal slice cuts. And a lot of times they fuck up and you get it square cut anyway, right? Yeah. And so when I open the box, I'm like, ah, fuck. But then when I eat the pizza, it's fucking delicious. It's very good thin crust yeah. cheese pizza. So it's like it's much like the way that we, we let yell at them for holding the box wrong because then it's not delivered to us ideally. Right. But at the end of the day, we're still going to eat a bunch of fucking cheese and dough. And fucking. Another thing is. Not one of these fucking people from the opening shot folded their slice. Never. And never. they're just they're just like a drunk person trying to tackle a straw. 
Some of them don't even look like New York style pizza. Some of them mm. just look like it's like a frozen pizza that they handed a guy. Yeah. You know, and that's a little yeah. rough. That's a Jack's. Yeah. Um, also, I feel yeah. sorry for the for April because I am now an adult watching these teenage mutant ninja turtles. Yeah. just And their energy when they're all four in a room together can, can get old pretty quick. When does, their, she, their when does she masturbate? Oh, when, all, when does she have time to herself? When does she read a book? Well, she apparently she goes on the roof. Is she watching Moonlighting? Everybody's masturbating. Oh, on yeah, the they're roof. on the roof. Spoiler. <laughs> hey, there's two scenes coming up, everybody. Um, I do love her apartment. I think it's wild how much room she has. She's got yeah. a fucking the the curly Q staircase, which well, I, I'm always afraid of because I bump my noggin it, on them. It's a set. It's not an apartment. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you're right. We never see the upstairs either. Um, let's see. I'm looking at my notes. Uh, the suits look cool. I say that a couple of like, times. Like this movie does the classic. Uh, we're a movie set in New York. So the opening shots are all just on location. Established. Yeah. Established yeah. I shots. think outside of you, and it might not even be the real Williamsburg Bridge, but outside of the Williamsburg Bridge, I don't think there's much on location here. Yeah. It was fun. The scene on the Williamsburg Bridge where the Foot Clan are like talking. Yeah. And it's like it. when Kino shows up, that is very much like a scene in West Side Story where they're trying to figure out where to do the the rumble. And I'm like, eh, New York, fucking greatest city on earth, baby. Well, I would suggest if you're going to do a rumble anywhere in New York in the five boroughs, I would suggest the Bronx. Yeah. Well, uh, what's his name? Jimmy Carter taught us that. <laughs> Not Jimmy Carter. <laughs> Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. That's right. I mix those two up. <laughs> Who doesn't? Have you seen that photo of Biden? With, uh, you know, Jimmy Jackie Carter Chan? does all of his own stunts. That's true. Yeah. Um, a lot of ladder stuff, too. <laughs> um, actually, that's true because he builds houses. Yeah. Uh, you seen that picture of Biden and uh, Jackie Chan? <laughs> he looks so small. <laughs> uh, then, okay, so then we show up in the junkyard. The Foot Clan are like coming back together. And yeah, that's boy, our fallback spot. Our buddy Tatsu is pissed. Yeah, and all yeah, he's pissed because people are taking the words out of his mouth. He's pissed. Oh yeah, he's like, pissed. What's what's that called in the movies? A N A D R. A N A D R. It's like audio uh, audio dialogue recording. Yeah, A D R. We'll go with that. Yeah, a lot of A D R between Tatsu and yeah. especially uh, Shredder's voice modulation. Yeah. And and if listeners, if you don't know, what we're talking about ADR is where like it all when they're shooting it, if the mouth audio didn't line up, like it, the 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 sound got fucked up, or if it's just not clear enough, yeah. they'll the, the actor and this happens on every movie. The actors will go into a booth and re-record their lines, and sometimes you can really see it. Uh, and it happens a lot with like an actor. A, a lot of the Arnold Schwarzenegger movies yeah. from the '80s are like that. And you get it a lot ADR. with stuff off. When they're not on screen, like uh, oh yeah, you'll see somebody from the back of their head, and you can tell their mouth is not moving, and they or, say ten lines of dialogue. Or there's an airplane flying. Oh yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. And you just hear like, "Wow, I can't believe we're almost to California, Michelangelo." <laughs> uh, so then, um, yeah, Tatsu's all pissed off, and Tatsu has like a real emotional arc there, where he's like, our "Master, our father is gone. Yeah. This is a nightmare. I am the leader now." <laughs> it's like, whoa. And- yeah, and then and Shredder, Shredder was just outside. Was already there. Yeah, he's just outside listening in. Uh-huh. Oh, 
you're the like, master? I, I've always wanted to see what my funeral would be like. Oh, would they uh, miss me? Would they mourn the passing of their father? It would have been really funny if Shredder would have been like a Dan Lakata character. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, uh, I'm a uh, Shredder. Uh, I suck. <laughs> you know, yeah. that'd be fun. He's got I'm a also disappointed. Accent. Like they're going through all this shit and they're all stressed out. But none of the foot soldiers are smoking cigarettes yet. No. Yeah, you're right. Like, <laughs> well, that's probably because like uh, they're in if they're ever in street clothes. Well, that's actually that was one of the things that was shot a cut. Sam Rockwell's character got mm-hmm. uh, murdered. Michelangelo, uh, one of, when they were fighting, one of Michelangelo's nunchucks hit him in the wrong part of the head, uh-huh. and he died. And so, to honor him, they all decided to quit smoking because right. he loved. They're like, "Who loves cigarettes?" Uh, Sam Rockwell. And if he's dead, we can't do that, you know. Yeah. So that's why that happened. But I'm glad we got to bring that up mm-hmm. on the show. Um, Shredders are sharpening his helmet while talking to Tatsu. It's like. Uh, Hey, everybody's already fucking terrified of you, and now you're kind maybe a ghost. You don't need to do more intimidating stuff, you know. <laughs> like, uh, and also, why are you sharpening your hair? When does he ever like, ha! you know? Like, I, I like when he shows up because some of his shredders are bent. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, like, because he just got dragged himself out of the trash. Which yeah. again, it works out really great that their fallback hideout. Yeah. It reminds me of when I was a kid and there was tornadoes. And my parents, yeah. my dad was like, if there's ever a tornado, go to the back room and hide back there. And I was like, oh, so you'll rescue us. And he's like, no, that's just where I'll dig for your dead body. <laughs> they just wanted to know where to dig for Shredder's dead body. Yeah. Um. Then, they, OK, so, yeah, we see Shredder who's like, all right, I'm going to formulate this plan. I got to go get these turtle fucks uh, and their little rat, too, you know. Yeah. Um. But then we find out we we'll go back to April's office. April's work and now uh, she's working at Channel 3 now, which is good. Yeah. Because uh, in the comic, in the cartoon, she was Channel 3, right? Yep. Channel 3 News. And she's interviewing the professor about That's the right. mutant gin. Yeah. And uh, the professor. Raphael does not want to watch this. He wants to watch Oprah. And he's, yeah. I got to say, he's being like, Raphael's cool but rude <laughs> in the yeah. cartoon and in the first movie. But here he's just kind of no chill dick. He's an asshole and he has not learned anything. Yeah. Like he did not learn one thing through the events of almost dying and being like, what is this a sitcom? Yeah. It's so it's very, is this Dennis Reynolds? Very, very annoying. Yeah. Um, But she's, she's interviewing the, 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 the not Baxter Stockman. Uh huh. Um, And he's telling her about just like, what is TGRI? She's just interviewing. Yeah. yeah. Thank God it's roadie. Oh, I wrote down, uh, thank God Ritz ri- it's riding. <laughs> uh, yeah, which I, this scene's pretty fun because uh, we find out that one of April's crewmen, well, April has two guys on her camera. Crew. Yeah, like gr- a grip and a best boy or yeah. something. One of them is working for the Foot Clan and the other one only rolls up courts. Yep. yep. <laughs> and not the way you taught me to roll them either. Uh-uh. Like an no. asshole. Yeah. He, he rolls, rolls like an like, asshole. He only exists to roll up cords twice. Uh, well, the one that works for the Foot Clan finds out that the professor has made giant dandelions. Yeah. And that, then they're able, and this guy's not, pretty smart because he, he does all of these leaps of logic to find a giant dandelion, take it to Shredder, and be like, Shredder, I love you. Also, look at these giant dandelions. 
Uh, and then Shredder's like, we can make mutant gin. And like, this might be the origin of the Ninja Turtles. Just like yeah. all the, it's like Batman 66 level of leaps of logic. And yeah. it's great. And then we're just moving the movie along. Now, I don't know. Nothing, um, nothing I, is earned. I don't know Let's what the rock list- and roll. I want vanilla ice. I don't know what the listeners are going to ha- hear about all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was some uh, technical difficulties on your end. Uh, or uh, it's fine. I, it's not, we don't need to stop or nothing. But there was one part on my end. Again, I don't know if this is how the audio <laughs> will turn out. But there was one part on my end where you went. I'm not kidding. I'm not doing a bit. It was like Max Headroom. You go. And then sh- 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 Shredder. And it. God, I hope that fuck oh, up gets in there. Let's hope so. I don't know. But it was really funny because I, I didn't know if you were like. I didn't know there was a technical difficulty yet. Uh-huh. So I didn't know if you were like. Changes. Turn it around or whatever. That was fun. Um, but anyway, okay, so yeah, yeah, it's I, I agree with you 100%. That dude is not needed and just fucking weird. And like, yeah, how, why? And also, I like the idea of him. He actually, like, his motivations were actually different. He's like, eh, I bet if I bring Shredder this big ass flower, he'll fuck me. <laughs> then I'll be the new tatsu, you know? <laughs> uh, boy, also, you're frozen right now. So you have your face hasn't moved in a while, but your audio is still there. Uh, buddy, I think we're going to have to do a, a stop down and reboot. Oh, as long as we got the... Uh, and Shredder does the total like dumb and dumber. Reem, we're having issues. I can't hear you now. Okay. Hold on. So if I stop... Oh, I stopped talking. No, no, no. What I'm saying is if we stop this... This is all going in, by the way. If oh. we stop the episode right now, it's going to take like half an hour or 20 minutes for it to render. So are you on, is your internet okay? Can we, you move your camera or move your phone a little bit? Just see if we can clear it up. We're just getting a little bit of you. You're, you're pausing and you're freezing a little bit. Oh yeah. Give me that hog buddy. There. I mean, I, I, what I meant was like, pick it up and like, see if you had better reception somewhere, not your actual, but it maybe we're okay. Are you using the laptop? Anyways, listeners, so I don't, I think Turtles 3 is a much better movie. They go in time, they find a thing, they go back. Yeah, uh, when's Ivan Ooze show up, anyways? Ivan Ooze? He's the guy from the Power Rangers movie. Oh, sure. Um, Bulk and Skull, Tokar, Razor. <laughs> Makes you think. To- uh huh. Okay, so now it sounds like you're... Oh, God. I literally, as I was complimenting it, you froze. Okay, I think we'll be all right. Who gives a shit? If it fucking stops, it stops. Yeah. Hopefully, the audio's okay. Um, let's see. I want to say one thing that's fun is when they're fighting and they're watching April's broadcast, uh, they're eating giant Chico sticks, mm-hmm. which are great. And you may remember when a friend of the show, fan show, real in effort, Ed Souter, mailed oh, yeah. his Chico sticks once. Yeah, yeah. That was like a fun... That was like a fun... Uh, call back to those delicious Chico sticks we ate that one. Fucking time. mouse ate the shit out of one of mine. Whoa, really? Slinger? Oh, yeah. Could have been. That sucks. Could have been. Oh, I, hey, okay. Uh, this is a secret, me and you, at our uh-huh. office. So, you know, our office has been closed for a long time. Uh, and I'm like only like a couple employees go in and I'm one of them. Uh, I was in the food cabinet in the pantry and I uh, found like a box of oatmeal and I opened it up. And it's all gone. 
all that's in there is like ripped up shreds. So at some point, a mouse got in there and just ate a shit ton of dried oatmeal. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Oh, boy. Okay. So where are we at now? She They did oh. a TV show. She did the commercial. Guy, guy brought flowers to Shredder. Yeah. And then they're going to go uh, attack the professor and get the ooze. Because Splinter took everybody to the roof after he got done coming. Oh, is that where we're at? Yeah. First off, I want to say Big Ass Dandelions would be a great name for a band. Uh-huh. My favorite Big Ass Dandelion is the one from Wizard of Oz. He's a dandy of a lion. Oh, yeah. Coward. Fucking coward. <laughs> yeah. Um, Colin. Colin Cowherd. <laughs> Uh, when I, I had a long time for radio, I I was always confused on if Cowhead and Cowherd were the same guy. They weren't. Nope. Just both broadcasters with similar names. By the way, the scene I love. This was like, this is why we have a podcast. Tell me. Oh yeah. So what happened was there's a scene where yeah. April comes home, and uh, oh, I'm the sorry, turtles Ra- have been cleaning. Rachel came home. Yes. And- the turtles were cleaning up the apartment, although they still have a hundred dirty pizza boxes on the table. Uh, mm-hmm. And she comes in and she's like, hey, what's up, buds or whatever. And then she. OK, so when you're watching the movie, she goes uh, here. I have it right here. She goes, uh, where's Splinter? And Leonardo's like, he's been up on the roof ever since your report. And she says, doing what? And then you hear from the window yeah. coming. And I laughed, you know, and he's like, uh, and uh, I, don't yeah. even, I don't even know what the rest of the thing he says is. <laughs> it doesn't matter. He's like coming he said, to a like conclusion. Yes. It's but so- it's such a long pause. And when he says it, he says it off <laughs> mic. And it gives everybody the time to go. <gasps> everybody glances over and looks at him. And, they're they like, look over and he's just this Muppet in the window. It's the end of the night. Okay, it's the end of the night, and me and you are sleeping on the floor. Everybody else is asleep in April's apartment. I'm yeah. Mike. I'm Mikey, and you're Donatello. Okay. 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 It's the end of the night. Everybody's asleep. It's like a sleepover, mm-hmm. but we're yeah, brothers, I'm and we're also machines. Ninja Turtles. Okay. Uh, Don, Donnie, are you awake? I'm doing machines, but yeah. Hey, um, <clears throat> do you remember earlier when uh, Dad? Uh, we they were like, "Where's Dad?" And he goes, "I'm coming." <laughs> Get it? Like the jizz. And then what's so great is I was watching this. I thought it was. Oh, hilarious. first off, I was watching this last night. And yeah. so I record the video. I take out my phone. I'm like, this is going to be great content for the Internet. But <laughs> I, sadly, my audio wasn't loud enough. And oh. I was watching it in the living room. So I didn't want to yeah. because my wife was asleep. But so I had this video on my phone from 11 p.m. last night of <laughs> 17 second video today. old buddy boy over here, Brandon Cream Ream. Uh-huh. He's he sends he's watching it. He sends me a video. Eleven seconds, just that scene. <laughs> Wait, I bet we have. Hold on, I bet I could do. I get. I could make this work on here. Hold on. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. we could actually like play the clip, mm-hmm. and then I wouldn't take too much work. But yeah, no. it's just it's just very funny how I li- like I literally was like. Uh, and then you resent it to me, and just the fact that both we, of us are one of our biggest takeaways from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Secret of the Use. It's when Splinter says he's coming. Yeah. Okay, so listeners, get ready for this. Uh, where's Splinter? He's been up on the roof ever since he saw your report. Really? 
doing what? Coming. Oh, I love, but I love how that, that both touched both of us enough to. Yeah, and then so you anyways, the they video. fight Toka and Razor. Yeah, Vanilla Ice shows up, and that's Ninja Turtles too. Yeah, buddy, it's almost over. Uh, that's where I wrote, "Thank God, Ritz Iron Day finally." Um, Leo, Leo doesn't use his swords. Um, also, this movie is just the champion of the trope. Uh, bad guys waiting in the background. Uh, that's the scene waiting. I was saying is coming up. Yeah. When they're, they, yep. they go to they go to not Baxter Stockman's lab. Yep. And they're getting ready to fight and they're like all down the floor. And there's like a ledge up top. And there's just like six foot clan members who are just like they it looks like they're dancing. They it looks like they're they cooking. are NPCs from Street Fighter 2. <laughs> yeah. It looks like they're they're like go go dance like they're and, watching Guile fight. Yeah. And, and they're moving the one arm up and down. And that's where, like, literally, when I was watching this, I was like, I wonder if, if I was a little kid, if I would have thought, oh, I wonder if those are robots. Because, like, in the comics, the Foot Clan are robots. Yeah. It's like, because those don't look like people. And then eventually they jump down, throw one thing, and then Donatello beats the shit off them or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but it's I so like, funny. This is a callback to one of the first fights in the department store when Michelangelo knocks out four adult males with a yo-yo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're like, in reality, they'd have just been like, ow, man, that that's smart. Mm -hmm. Also, I don't want to be the guy that says it because, you know, me, I don't like this. I don't like violence. Give one Foot Clan member a gun. (laughs) You know what? Shoot that turtle right in his fucking neck. Let him bleed out. What are they going to do about real gangs? Like, you know, they have all these doughy white kid ninjas that they're just. That's a funny idea. Beating the shit out of the turtles versus the Sopranos gang. Yeah, they 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 like pull out the yo yo and try to spin that shit, and Big Pussy fucking beats murders them. them. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. that's really fun. I'm gonna I, if Tony I Soprano gets hit in the face with a piece of sausage and then oh, yeah. stomps Michelangelo's face in. Oh, and the ducks that Tony sees in his pool, one of them's Ace Duck. <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs> well, he's not really in the same universe. Why do you do stuff like that? <laughs> Respect the lore. Yeah. Gotta, the lore oh my God. is our shepherd. Remember Adam Zendler? What the hell happened to me? Oh, Gotta respect the condo. Re- remember it. It's my ethos. Three weeks later. <laughs> Shrek will get his revenge. R-E-S-P-S. <laughs> What the fuck? Now I just want a skit of the two guys playing basketball talking about joining a cult, but it's really yeah. they, they're going to join the Foot Clan. The Foot Clan? <laughs> hey, I need you to join this fucking Foot Clan with me. What's going on? Sam yeah. Rockwell's there. I want to meet him. What the fuck's your problem? <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I joined the Foot Clan. Yeah, 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 yeah. sorry about having to kill your dad. You know what? <laughs> it was like they said. It was... <laughs> The nighttime uh, is the right, <laughs> you know. Um, what's the kid? What's the guy's name from that other? The respect sketch. Jimmy, jump in front of a fucking truck. Mm-hmm. Anywho, so then they uh, uh, they find they're looking for a new home. They're looking for a new layer. Um, yeah, and they they make a line earlier about how they're like we can't go back to the other layer because the Foot Clan know about it. So what we're gonna do 
is go to the fucking sewer and just look for another exact same kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, why don't you guys rent an apartment? Have April co-sign. Right. And then have a house. Well, what do you, apparently what do you... she's getting paid billions of dollars to report the news. She's got two floors. Yeah. God damn. Uh, well, that's why it comes back to like Falcon and the Winter Soldier. What they need is like an OnlyFans for heroes. That's right. And then what I say is that it comes back to you. You're going to get what you deserve. Try and test that and you're bound to get served. Oh, yeah. Um, they find the cool subway. Well, first off, in while they're looking for the subway, that's the real moment where Raph's like cross the line from rude but crude and is now a fucking piece yeah. of shit dick. It's like literally he's like, I'm going off on my own. And it's like last time you did that, you got almost murdered and then you had to live in a tub for a week. <laughs> we had to move to upstate. We had to move to Binghamton last time you did yeah. this shit. Also, this uh, this is one of the prime examples of sequelization. You know what I mean? Is yeah. where you take. Yeah, no, like, no, no. I know. No, sequelization. Say no more. Yeah, it's very Footloosey in the sequelization mm-hmm, mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. of this. But uh, well, they'll take like a bit, a mm-hmm. funny bit from a movie, and then in the sequel, what you do is that same bit four times. That's right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's uh, actually like Doctor Evil does another version of Zip It, mm-hmm. you know, or it's uh, it's actually a thing in film that for when you're doing serialization and serial serialized stuff, it's from French theater or French film. It's mm-hmm. uh, Jean Luc Godard who was not has nothing to do with Star Trek, but um, he was a director, you know, famous oh, yeah. French director. I believe they refer to it as Le Goof Troopization. <laughs> I was so happy. We're on today, man. We should always <laughs> podcast like this. Yeah, baby. Uh, oh, boy. And then next week you'll come over and we'll have no energy because we haven't sat in the same room for a year. We just got done crying. Yeah. Um. All right. So who gives a fuck? The, 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 the layer they find, which I do think rules, and it's the one they oh, use yeah. in the far superior movie, Teenage Mutant Turtles 3, Turtles in Time, uh, is uh, it's the abandoned subway station is based on the real life city hall station from the Interborough Rapid Transit Company in New York City, which was That's an old cool. train, I guess. Um, uh, which And it looks awesome. It looks really great. The idea of having a payphone in your bedroom, man, I always wanted that when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. Um, I think. I mean, I wouldn't even use it as a phone. It just, I think it's a cool thing. Like, I have a boombox in our living room. We don't use it. Mm-hmm. I like how it looks. Also, that kid from uh, Christian Slater's Gleaming the Cube lives down there. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, skis or whatever the fuck. I Scuzz? couldn't remember his name. I yeah. Was trying really. Yeah. Yellow. No, Yalo. it is. It's Yaz or something. Yaz. Yaz, maybe. Yeah. Something like that. Yaz Queen. <laughs> uh, makes me think it's not him because I feel like I would have already remembered the Yaz Queen joke. Mm. Um, so then they go to the her April's at work at the Channel 3 Studios. And this is interesting. Her manager there uh, is the director, the guy that directed this. Oh. Movie. Well, he's fun. He's another one of those fun, like random ass characters. Curmudgeons. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's just like doing the classic. Nobody cares about that story you're doing. Why don't you do a swimsuit at swimsuits of the 90s? Yeah. And he's she's like, nobody cares about that shit. He's like, it piqued my interest. Cream corn wrestling. Yeah. Uh, And then also while she's there, while she's in the office, there's a phone call. um, And the guy that answers the phone is the guy that's in the Donatello suit now. Oh, who earlier I referred to as a different person, but that was the person who does the voice. Of it's all very confusing. Voices, suits, stunts. 
yeah turtles you, that that was the problem with this movie all the suits oh yeah lots of them yeah no safety osha was lot, pissed off a lot of executive notes you know oh also this was the first movie i've ever seen this you know sometimes at the end of a movie it'll say no animals were harmed mm-hmm. it said lots of animals were harmed. how do they do like horses you know in the movie uh, the i think horses they just buy him a like drink wreck Uh, like we were watching the mummy last night and they, yeah. they do like the horse wipeout, you know, when all the horses trip. I think it's CGI most of the, Oh, for that, at least. I don't know. And I think in the Westerns, I think there were like um, stunt horses that they would teach how to do that because horses, you know, that like they fucking hurt their legs too easy. They uh, Oh, yeah. Boom. Yep. That's, that's the end of that. Horse. There's a there's a movie from like the 60s or 70s. that's very famous. That's called They Don't Shoot Horses, Do They? Remember, you know what I'm talking about? Sure they do. Cinematographer does. No, no. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to bring up art with you. Uh-huh. Jean-Luc Goddard. Um, Pokemon Razor look awesome. Yeah. This is when they're revealed and Shredder's like, I, oh no, they're babies. I just love all the science that yeah. the professor uses because it's very movie science. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's got good jargon. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's basically chemistry, mm-hmm. like all of it. So mm-hmm. when he's he, he he has to first he constructs the mutant gin to turn yeah. the Toka and Razor into Toka and Razor, and mm-hmm. he also does the anti mutant gin later. Spoiler alert in the movie, and everything yeah. is fucking Bunsen burners, tubes, mm-hmm. boiling, like, and it's ADR boiling too. It's just sound effect boiling. Like a- they got two bongs and just have them competing. What's yeah. the uh, there's a joke where he goes like, grab that. And he's like, what is that? And he's like that. And he's like, oh, why don't you call it the pink stuff? And I feel like it was a reference to maybe like Pepto, but I don't know for sure. Yeah, probably another Ralph Nader miss. Yeah, a little real swing and a miss. Uh, but yeah, so that's so they kidnap the, the professor. Uh, he we makes ha- Toka and Razor. Toka and Razor. And then uh, Shredder's fucking pissed that they're babies. He's like, yeah. they're babies. They're idiots. First, it doesn't feel like Shredder would like. He he said like four words in the whole first movie. And in this one, he's like, <laughs> I don't like these dumb fucking baby animals. Yeah. And then they cuts to him walking off to the side. And he was like, it began when yeah. I was a four year old and I had a little brother. And he was not nice. Yeah. I hate babies. Sometimes. In some of the stories, I used I, I used to be a rat's owner's friend. Some of the stories, I was the rat himself's friend. Sometimes yeah. I killed his kids. I got a good history. I'm Uncle Phil sometimes, and everybody's like, "Whoa, Shredder, speed it <laughs> along, buddy. We got we got stuff to get. We got vanilla yeah. ice in the back. What? We should the writer should have shredded that monologue. Yeah, right. Um. So then, so now, um, when when Raph went missing. He, him and uh, Kino, Kino shows back up for some fucking reason. And Kino wants to, he's going to infiltrate the foot. Kino's going to infiltrate the foot clan so he can learn. But the entire time he does this, Raphael's also there. Yeah. So if Raphael would have just listened, he probably would have learned everything Kino did. <laughs> and then Kino wasn't used. Yeah. Like the whole time, Raph's like hiding behind a car. <laughs> you know? It, well, Raph is there to take the bells off, which mm-hmm. like the foot Raph- clan have a pretty high bar to like make it. It 
would be funny if at some point the Foot do see Raph and they're like, hey, look, it's that giant turtle we beat the fuck out of last week. <laughs> uh, hey, how's your fucking brain, you fucking idiot? Uh, they and so then they they're they're basically. Kino wants to get jumped into the Foot Clan. There's one guy I don't know if you saw, like the the guys that all meet up under the bridge before yeah. they go to the. Foot oh, you're talking about Red Hot Chili Peppers. There's one shot of a guy who's just like in sweatpants and has a mullet. It looks like me. Yeah. He, he just and the shot that shows them all walking away like has way too much of his butt taking <laughs> up the screen. Yeah. And it's just some schlubby guy with a mullet. And so we, we didn't touch on that, but when they're under the bridge, the Foot Clan member tells them, sometimes I feel like I don't have a partner. Sometimes I feel like my only friend is <laughs> the city I live in, the city of angels. <laughs> Lonely as I am together, I, we cry. And then it cuts to uh, Kino needing to, one of the things they're going to do to jump in is there's a mannequin with a jacket on and there's a lot of bells on the jacket. And so to prove that you can be a good ninja, you got to get all the bells off the jacket, but you can't, they don't want to hear them ring. Yeah. You only get like 30 seconds. Immediate disqualification. And there's going to be a smoke bomb. Now, think of all Danny when Danny in the first movie. (laughs) Did he have to do this? Did these did Sam Rockwell at some point have to be like, you know, and and get all these bells? And not only that, if they're able to do that, why are they coming off coming off of the street? Like, that's the bare minimum to be able to join the Foot Clan. Yeah, it's super. Weird. How are they getting their asses kicked like they are? And Kino, who we've already seen as a great fighter, he's mm. not. He didn't, they didn't even let him try, which is kind of fucked up. He's, so this, they throw a smoke bomb. Raph comes out. Yeah. And they're it. like, you have to do it in smoke, too, which works out perfect. And then uh, the smoke clears and Kino's holding all the bells like he did it himself, stealing and the, valor. Yeah. And the Foot Clan initiator guy does like a fucking uh, mm-hmm. cartoon double take. Yeah, they like what? Carol Burnett's back, <laughs> grabbing her ear, telling her son she loves him. Uh, and so then Kino's there, and yeah, um, what they have to go save Raphael. And well, what I have here is this is where my notes go. I like thinking of whoever came up with the bell game having to be like, I really did something today, right? Like some. <laughs> Yeah. Like unless that's like an actual thing from like a you know a Bruce Lee movie or something, they're like, well, what if we do this? Oh, what if they show their smoke bomb? And then I have a note that says, I love it when the first movie's theme kicks in and you hear, like that comes in the background a lot, and then that's where my notes end. Where did Raphael get abducted? Where does Raphael? Because I have a lapse in here from how we get from here. To the scene where they have to save Raphael. I think Raph gets busted right there in the in okay. the junkyard. All right, I, we just missed it then. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. Totally. It's gonna be a lot. We're freestyling. He now. saves Raphael. Here we go. Raphael saves Kino. Gets captured by the Foot Clan. Yeah, they set up the trap in the junkyard. Mm-hmm. The it's you know safe, a little bit too safe. Mm-hmm. You know, and they make that joke. A little bit too much but that's the point and then that's when all the ninja turtles get captured in a net start making ralph nader references well first shredder is letting token razor go all around the city yeah so they're also destroying shit they're tearing cars apart and stuff like that 
And they say that if they don't, if the turtles don't face him, yeah, he's gonna let him go in Central Park. And Raph is like, well, what? Or no, Mikey's like, but that's where people are. <gasps> it's like, yeah, man, he's a fucking sociopath, dude. Yeah, that's also when April talks to the police on a, yeah. doing a news report. And it's and- the same. It's it's the same. Whatever chief from the first one. Why do I care about this thing that happened years ago in Japan? <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, they show up, they fight Toka and Razor. And when they see Toka and Razor, they go, whoa, didn't I yeah. see you at WrestleMania? Then they get their ass kicked by Toka and Razor. Because yeah. they're babies, but they're still man. Mm-hmm. And so they come up with a wait. Is Have they already come up with the plan? No. First, they get their ass kicked, That's but right. they get the professor and then they go back. Yeah. And then they the prof- they're trying to find a way to because the professor created them. Yeah, it's like what my mom used to say. I brought you into this world. I can take you back out of it. You know, absolutely. Uh, oh, that's a fun tweet. It reminds me of my, my, my mom used to. Say. I'm going to tweet this. It reminds me of what my mom used to say. Hello. <laughs> I'm going to tweet right now. I'm typing it. Listeners, you can hear this in real time. I brought you into this world and I can take you out of out it to the ball game. Casey Anthony. <laughs> okay. Um, so, so yeah, so they're, they're going to make a mutagen that'll D uh, what, whatever mutate. There it is. Razor. But of course it's a horse side. It's like a fucking Jolly Rancher. Yeah. Uh, a hard Jolly Rancher style pill. And they're like, well, what are we going to put it in? And what does context tell you about this movie? They need to hide it in a food. What are they going to hide it in? It's turtles. It's turtles too. Yeah. What food synonymous with everything that's been happening? Are they going to hide these things in donuts? Of course. The thing that's never once been mentioned. Right. It's so dumb. I do want to say. Donuts uh, looked good. Donuts looked tasty. They did. And one of the highlights of the movie for me is when the not Baxter Stockdale gets done. Baxter Stockdale? You got Baxter Stockdale and Rachel O'Neill. That's you don't a callback. I've said that before on the podcast. All right. You're right. All right. So anyways, uh, he takes the anti-mutagen, takes a big old fucking ladle of it, and drops it into a Bart Simpson glass. Yeah. Sorry. I just got a what? message. I'm reading. Keep talking. It- yeah, it's a Bart Simpson glass. That's it. So anyways, this is a podcast. Sorry about that. We may have to wrap up. I got a message from one hour ago where Gideon says, hey, we're on our way. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, anyways. Well, so uh, then what happens is they, they, they come back. They fight Toka and Razor. They, they, they win. Mm-hmm, they get the things oh. into their mouth. Shit. Did we get to Vanilla Ice? That's it. Yeah. Well, they got to fight. Uh Vanilla Ice. Because they bust through a wall and unbeknownst on the other side of the wall is a huge Vanilla Ice concert happening. And a guy, another one of our random characters yeah. that are who's, New Yorkers. Yeah, who's not The guy needed. with the ponytail mm-hmm. who's like, hey, who are these people? Call the police. And he sends his assistant off. Yeah. And his assistant comes back and he's like, hey, I got the police on the phone. And he's like, hey, forget about it. They like it. Forget about it. And then the co- And then the guy who called the cops says to the cops, uh, never mind. They like it. <laughs> that, yeah. 
that dispatcher doesn't know what they're talking about. Is this a, what is this an assault? And once again, uh, you would be remiss to watch this scene. Don't and not you tell trying... me what I would and would not be remiss. Oh, it's just fun to watch all the extras. In yeah. The Vanilla Ice concert it's fun watching that are vanilla... standing around watching the ninjas fight. It's fun watching Vanilla Ice in this scene because he's already got all the he's already learned everything from uh, Cool as Ice. He already knows yeah. how to be in a movie. And it's just him kind of being like, OK, like bounce, like being like, mm, like lost in thought and watching the turtles and being like, oh, yeah. OK, OK. Also, uh, also, I can firmly remember being a kid in the Target demo for this movie and already thinking Vanilla Ice was lame by the time that this movie came out. Oh, so this yeah, is he, like he was done Vanilla for... Ice's last paycheck for sure. Um, yeah, it's crazy. And then the, the movie ends and we're like, oh, good. And they even go, they're like, cowabunga. And then all of a sudden, ah, Super Shredder's here. And it feels like they literally just did that so they could sell a Super Shredder toy. Oh, yeah. And I and, bought the Super oh, yeah. Shredder toy. Super I Shredder, thought Super Shredder was fucking awesome. And I'll tell you this, in the 2014 cartoon series, Super Shredder is so fucking cool. Yeah, and it's he's Kevin really Nash, cool. and he's got a muscle suit on, mm-hmm. and he's just, he's peerless, yeah. really. Kevin Nash docks them all out. Kevin Nash also in uh, Detroiters. He's and very Punisher. good in Detroiters. Um, uh, but yeah, so... And the, and then like the way that's resolved is so stupid. They're fighting on like a dock, and yeah. they're like, "Oh no, it's Super Shredder! Should this be a huge, massive ninja battle?" Nah, just remember we're amphibious. So they all jump in the water, and he destroys the dock and then falls in the water. Yeah. And then doesn't he stick his hand out again? Yeah, and then it falls. Oh. Cool. It, it was a fallback. Oh, I see. Like. <laughs> Like when Spock in the second movie is like, they're like, oh, maybe he's coming back. Um, That's it. So that's the movie. Also, it closes on them back at home. And uh, just the idea that Splinter's got the newspaper and the front page of the newspaper is Ninja Rap invented. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like we landed on the fucking moon. And Splinter's literally like, you goddamn dumb idiots. <laughs> yeah. And that's it, man. It's funny that even though the cartoon series was the cartoon series, like it was a cartoon, but Splinter was always like, were you seen? Has anybody seen you? And in this, he's like, ah, fuck, whatever. <laughs> the ne- like, you know that Michelangelo is like walking down the hallways sometimes. Yeah. He's like, oh, sorry. Like these Ninja Turtles don't even have trench coats when they're running no. around the city. Mm-mm. Uh, so that's on... Um, are you just chewing on a random piece of plastic while we are recording a podcast? Well, buddy, that's the show. Yeah. We did it. We did it. It was a good oh, one. Revolutionizing the art form, standing up every once in a while. Yeah. Have you noticed that our podcast now, like uh, the first half of our podcasts is like the Ninja Turtles when they live in April's apartment? And the second half of our April, podcast. April, April. You mean Rachel? Yes. Rachel's apartment, you know, with Monica. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the second half of our podcast is like when the Foot Clan just got their ass kicked and retreats back to the dump. Yeah. Junkyard. It is. Does, uh, uh, A lot I more love, info up top. I love what's happening with this show. Oh, me too. I really do. I and Remember I how good of a top of the show we had? That was like three hours ago. 
Well, Gideon's I, already in your lobby. He said 20 minutes, uh, like 10 minutes ago. So um, the thing is, is that uh, what I love about this show is every episode feels like it's an, a pilot for a new show. Oh, yeah. Like every episode feels like it's a pilot for a new show where we talk about Teenage Mutant Turtles 2 or something. Yeah. And I like that because sometimes we swing and a miss. Our Star Trek last week was good, but we weren't good at talking about it yet. But here soon, we'll figure out how we talk about TV series is the way we want to, yeah. you know? Um, we figured out how to talk about movies, and part of that is being really good at top and then towards the end, just kind of letting it go, you know? Yeah. Um, but goddamn, now tell the listeners where they can find you on the internet, man. Uh, you can find me at Reamcore on all the things. I post stuff, dumb stuff, all the time. Uh, I think once we get done here, I'm going to post this. It's like, uh, this is my impersonation of Melissa Etheridge working at McDonald's. All right, your total's 478. Uh, come to my window. That's <laughs> dumb. I'm sorry. That's pretty Don't good. Don't follow me. My jokes are dumb. No, you've got great ones. Uh, okay. I'll tell you one right here that's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, did Wimpy ever pay for them burgers? That's Yep, that's a joke. I can't yep. wait to. See. I'm just gonna go on stage and say that. Yeah, and then people are gonna be like, "How old are you?" <laughs> right. I tweeted a thing the other day that you know got a couple hundred likes. That yeah. was uh, Richard Mull, Richard Mulligan, and then Richard Mulligan, and it was found by like Boomer Twitter, <laughs> and so nice. like it was really yeah. flying. When stand-up comedy returns, are people still gonna get Kansas airline jokes? Uh, well, let's see. Nobody got it before. Oh yeah, yeah. So in the Midwest, yeah, baby. Oh yeah. I I would love to take all your jokes and write do an album with them because I feel like I could sell them all in such a way that would be so fun and it would take me no work because you already did all the writing, you know. Mm-hmm. It'd just be alliteration. Um, It'd be hella lit. I'm trying to put out my stuff and who knows. Um, you can find me at Patrick Casey. It's at p a t r s k h s t i e patrickcasey.com for all upcoming shows and dates, which maybe will be ah. filmed soon. Um, we'll see. Um, get on the Patreon. Give us a dollar. Give us two dollars. Give us five dollars. Buy a T-shirt if you don't want to buy a nostalgic mm-hmm. front shirt. Buy maybe uh, the Patrick shirt. We got a nostalgicfront.com. Nostalgicfront.com for all of our information. Um, if you'd like to send us something. Uh, give us an email at thenostalgicfront at gmail.com. We have a book coming that I'm excited to read. Got a wedding coming? Got your wedding coming up, baby. Got a move? Got a move coming up, maybe? Yeah. So that's exciting. Um, Tell your friends, be cool, never die, and as always, remember, if you're not an NFer, you're an MFer. So so get get the the fuck fuck out of here. It's great to have friends like Patrick and Reem who are obscure and yet thoughtful. I love this podcast.